The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected one, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And the only time a Muslim really gets real violent is when someone goes to molest his woman. We will kill you for our woman. I'm, I'm making it plain, yes. We will kill you for our woman. We believe that if the white man will do whatever is necessary to see that his woman gets respect and protection, then you and I will never be recognized as men until we stand up like men and place the same penalty over the head of anyone who puts his filthy hands out to put in the direction of our women. We respect with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth. What's that? What's going on? We here. Peace, 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 love, and light. Welcome to episode four. Four. Quattro. Four. Uh, first of all, so how's everybody doing today? Good, good. I'm chilling, man. It's all good. How was everybody's weekend? I had a pretty nice weekend, you know, bringing in my birthday. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, man. Um, last night, went down to uh, M. White Lounge. Shout out to Eric, Jen, the whole staff. Um, you know, brought my birthday in nice and right with my lady hey. who happened to be here with us today. Hey. You know, um, but yeah, I, I had a great time. You know, I really realized though that the partying thing is really starting to it's starting to get a little old to me because it took a while to recover this morning. Actually, <laughs> this oh. afternoon he was so, he was you know, there. I was there. I'm, but I'm a trooper. That you recovered already. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 a trooper. You know. There we go. I can't be in a rhythm and a bruise hey. podcast and not be drinking. You know. Talk so. to him. Yeah, because um, I'm at the age. If I go out and party, it takes me two to three business days to recover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little up there. Two to three business days. Yeah, to man. recover. I'm in bed for a while. Man. Like, I bounce right back. I'm ready for the next run. Yeah. All day. I'm still there. Mm-hmm. Mr. R&B Smooth. Yeah, yeah, so I just wanted to apologize on the show for not making it last night. I was actually working the Grown and Sexy Poetry Gala, the first year gala. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be from 6 to 10. Mm-hmm. Went a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's definitely okay. I get Went that. a lot a bit longer. Yeah. Um, so shout out to that whole crew Shout out to uh, D True Poetry uh, Mufasa Bastet um, She actually just uh, Officially passed the torch down To Tamani Rain Last night The new host of Grown and Sexy Poetry And um, DJ De Niro Who one day we'll have on the show again um, So shout out to that whole crew And congratulations to y'all for making it To a year Congratulations to us because I'm part of the crew too But you yes. know whatever you're I see what you're doing, DW. Chilling. Yeah. I see what you're doing. 
see. Getting real R and B real quick. Donnell Jones don't get the credit he deserves. Trying to we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was gonna keep that going. Nah, nah, man, listen. You we know, always I'm break I'm out into a song break at some point in every episode. <laughs> have y'all noticed at. that yet? That's where we at. That's just who we are. Yeah. Well, we have Mr. R&B Smoke. Come on, man. <laughs> and did y'all know? Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know T Quest smiled when she said my name on that. Drive. <laughs> yo, did you hear that? You smile? can hear the yeah. smile and on Mr. that. Mr. R&B, shout out to T Quest shout for the drop, by the way. Yes, because we was we was shopping for drops for a while. We four episodes in, so like it's been. Yeah, a little bit yeah. about two months now. She came yeah. through, and she came through like, "Yo, Yo I'm right she, here." Yeah. She the busiest woman in showbiz right now. Right, she really right, is. right. Yeah. She really is. Shout outs to her. Yeah, yeah. So let's get right into the hot topics. What you want to talk about first? I mean, it's so much to talk about that's happened within these two weeks, within yeah. these past few days, you know. Yeah. Of course we're gonna get into what we're getting into, but you know, we gonna we're gonna yeah, we're gonna build up to it. In other words, what he's build. saying is we know y'all saw <clears throat> surviving R. Kelly. We're gonna yeah. talk about that later. We definitely oh, yeah. <laughs> um touch on that. I wanna know if uh anybody happened to watch uh Lil Wayne's uh halftime performance for that uh, game. <laughs> Nah, but nah, I, seen, I, seen I haven't been watching any football. I seen oh, no, no, no. This thing, this wasn't was NFL. NFL. This was college. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, is college. Yeah. Is that the picture you showed me where he looked like a <laughs> yeah, like, like a like witch off of Final Fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> You look like bag lady. <laughs> yeah, um, bag lady. Yeah, you gonna hurt your bag. What? I didn't even know. What? Yeah, you know them bags <laughs> like that. Hey, that's exactly what you look like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Um, the reason why I brought that up because it's like you know, is that even hip? Well, like, what's what's hip hop now? Like, it's it's you just gonna dress how you want to dress? Like, yeah. The, I mean, yes, that's always what hip hop. Yeah, was. it always Thank was you. that way. But like, when did it become cool to just like, like I feel like it was kind of segued in with Kanye with you know wearing like the kilts and the Gucci shirts, but they were like women's shirts, and then Young Thug wearing a dress. Now it's just at a point where he's just like, yo, give me the craziest thing you could find so people could talk about me. Um, you need gimmicks now. Everybody needs something that'll like keep them, keep the focus on them, or keep them in the conversation of relevancy. I don't even think it's that. What do you think? I think he just lost it. Okay. Mentally, I just think he's just like this dude's been through a crazy last what five years? Probably more than that. Right. Because it probably goes all the way back to you know. Right. No, before then. Nah, back when he was like <laughs> 13, 11, 12, 11, yeah. yeah. Like, like he, he's had a crazy life and I just I think life has just finally caught up to him. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think this this uh whole issue between him and baby was just the mm-hmm. you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. But just, he's just mentally he's not there anymore. Yeah. But it's like we still like he's not there, but he's there. Like musically, granted, the Carter Five wasn't his greatest work, but 
it was a personal album, and that's what people don't understand. It was really personal. Oh well, yeah, your mother, his mother was on that. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's just like Wasn't his daughter on it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But even so, like, but even like the songs he talked about, like, because that's where he really explained that you know when he, it wasn't an accident because with the whole thing of him getting shot, it wasn't. A, he said it before. It was like, oh yeah, you know. I was just playing around with the gun. I shot. He was like, "No." In that song, he explains like, "Yeah, you know, I was really suicidal." Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. And you know, everybody's just so quick to write stuff off. Like, "Oh, the albums are trash, trash." Like, listen to the words. Like, people just want everything to just be chicken and dancing, chicken and dancing. Like, you know, Tom and Jeffing. Yeah. This is a. It was a personal album. Like I said, it's not his best album, right. but I understood that. Yeah. But you know, but back to that crazy thing with the dressing. I was trying my hardest to be yeah. mature and not laugh at chicken and dancing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel what. You, I, feel what <laughs> I feel what you're saying with the brother because my boy, like we had a conversation like when M, when M did recovery, mm-hmm. like he was like, "Yo, like I missed the old M, like the crazy M." But I was like, "But I respect recovery M. Like I like that album." I respect it. I respect that album. Was my favorite M because, album of the current M. Yeah, because yeah. it, it if showed I, if the I, growth. I think that was the one. It was definitely was that, that the one. Where, like com- the cover was him in the road, like walking away or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And that was my favorite M album. And yeah. All that. yeah. Now I get it. So I was like, I respect that album mm-hmm. because he was talking about the growth and mm-hmm. everything and right. what he was going through, and he let you know, like, yo, everything that I was saying about my mother at the time was because I was on drugs. Yeah. Like all that crazy shit was drug induced. Exactly. So now he's like, and then I remember on Not Afraid where he even was like probably one of the like one of the first rappers I could remember or even recollect that he even got on himself and was like, yo, I know my last, you know, relapse was ah, like it was bad, but I'm not going back to that. Yeah. So like that was a very like mm-hmm. that was a self-reflection album. Yeah. And that was a very personal album. So I think yeah. people can't write certain albums off. I was like, but same thing like with Carter Five, I was like, was it his top? No. But it was a, it was a personal tell, album, yeah. is what is he what needed he, that album. Yeah, he needed that. Yeah, album. Had, we yeah. didn't need that shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, that wasn't for needed. us. Like his, his fans, fans yeah. It. But like yeah. the game really didn't need that. His fans needed that. That's definitely but he true. Definitely needed that on the yeah. personal level as a release. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah. So with with that being said, you know, with all that craziness, like how he was wearing and stuff, like you know, uh, what's up with hip hop and you know your boy Young Jock and the whole see the segue? You see the segue? Yeah, see, he, he's <laughs> yo lucky. You want the segue? You the segue king on this joint, bro? Come on. Nah, but I'm serious, yo. Appreciate Cause like that. it's just so crazy though. It's so crazy, yo. He got blue hair, yo. Yo, did you see that DW? I saw that. He got the auntie. Got the- that thing is it's late. It's literally fried, died, and laid to the side. Laid to the side. <laughs> is it the left or the right? I can't remember. It I think it's matter. the left. No, it does. It's the left. I yo, think it's the left. Yo, I wanted to be the left. I wanted just, to be the left. Oh, and I'm man. just saying, like, because the usher did it. Oh, but I Usher's, forgot about Usher. I ain't gonna front though. Usher's like cool. Usher. No, he looks like Usher Patel. <laughs> he do. Yo, when they yeah. say he looked like he work at the Quickie Mart, <laughs> I hate internet. Yo, Yo. oh man, oh it's, man, it's crazy what's going on. <laughs> the Quickie Mart. But can like, we really judge though? Because I mean, Jerry Gr- Usher Nahasa Pima Petalon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like I, I'm, I, I'm just like first, like I just feel like that whole word clout is definitely Young Jock. He's just searching for it. Cause like 
The sad thing was, I actually liked his music when he came out. And then he just stopped doing that. And then this whole love and hip hop thing. And it's like, he played himself on that. And now it just seemed like he don't care. He just going to do whatever. I forgot he was on love and hip hop. Yeah. I, I never really watched that. Y- yo. No. He, um, I, I, I'm in and out of love and hip hop. Like, I'll watch it one season and then stop mm-hmm. watching it for two years. Yeah. Like, yeah. it all depends on who's a part of the cast. Yeah. I haven't really been paying attention to a lot of that. But when um, I, I, when Atlanta is when I'm like, okay, I got to watch this. Let me tell you what got me started to watch Love and Hip Hop. It actually was, I think it was the first season when I heard that um, somebody had disrespected Chrissy and Jim Jones had ran down on him. Oh, yeah. And they put that on the show. Yeah. Too. And I put that on the show. I was like, oh, that's what the show is about. I yeah. like this show. Yeah. And then it was just bullshit. It just went, yo, yeah, once they went, introduced Atlanta, was just when it was just like, damn. This is crazy. Then I, yeah, I <laughs> dipped back in when they started Atlanta, and I was like, okay, this is eight for, this is not for me. Watched again when they uh, started LA because Marion and Fizz was on it. I'm like, all right, Marion's the dude. Ray J's cool. Yeah. Let me watch. And then they was. I got caught up in Miami. There's a Miami? Yeah. That's my, where. That's where. Watches it and Amara Lenegra came in. You know what? You're and right. That's why I, I was watched. tuned in after that. When she popped up, I was like, who yeah, is Yeah. Because, yeah, my girl had me watching that reunion. That was the like, most I've watched okay. of uh, Miami. And then they put Juju on to Miami. Man, didn't Trina. They? Trina. Trina's yeah. still the baddest to me. Fuck what you heard. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. How y'all feel about reality TV? Uh, I, I mean, it's been what it's what it is. Yeah, it does what it does. That that was the best way to put it. It is what it is. Yeah. It's for who it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily. Well, okay, I'm I'm lying. I'd be lying if I said I don't watch reality TV. I just don't What's watch the pleasure? VH1 shit. I mean, you whoa. So which one do you watch? Like I watch the stupid shit, like uh, Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Like that's okay. like that's technically still reality TV. <clears throat> nah, it is. I, like I sit, I can watch Hell's Kitchen all day. Mm-hmm. Um, this shit do be interesting. You gotta figure out they yeah. gonna make it in time. Finishing that filet of <laughs> and <laughs> um, guilty pleasure because I do watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, still, they have a, yeah. Wow. I well, can't I'll, I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain the story behind that. I'll explain the story behind since that. Since the rotten them left. Um, Shout out to yeah! Shout out to our last guest Bridget because she was she with the WWE Connect too. By the way, I seen that clip. Uh, yeah, she mm-hmm. was on. Yeah, um, but yeah, they have a reality show. It's just like the women of WWE. Yeah, and like I watch that occasionally, mm-hmm. but there it's not like as bad as Love and Hip Hop. You know what I mean? So was it like how they had Tough Enough back in the day? Do you remember Tough Yeah, enough? I remember Tough Enough. Tough Enough was cool. Like tough Enough was cool. But yeah. But yeah, the story behind how I got back into wrestling, mm-hmm. um, it was completely by mistake because it became like a tradition for like me and my boys to go out to Brooklyn for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like we would go out to Brooklyn Brewery and then like hang out around the city and then come home. Mm-hmm. And then this one year, um, we went out to the brewery. We got nice and drunk. And uh, my boys, because um, they were still into wrestling, and I wasn't, but they had they were going to SummerSlam because it was that same day, because um, it was at the Barclays Center. And I guess one of the dudes that bought a ticket 
didn't show up and they had his ticket. So it was like, yeah, he ain't come. So happy birthday. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I just went to that one show. I was like, fuck it. It's my birthday. I already watch wrestling, but I'm here. Yeah. And then once you like, cause we all know it's fake now, yeah. but once you're there and you see like, these are real athletes doing real shit, even though it's fake. Oh yeah. Nah, they, yeah. I don't take that from them. They right. definitely work nah, they hard. It ain't like, yeah, they right. definitely put their bodies on the line. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what made me, I was like, yo, this shit is kind of fun to watch. When you get like out of the, the, what they call, like one of my friends calls it redneck anime. <laughs> but once you get terrible. out of like the the soap opera shit mm-hmm. like just watching the actual physical matches it's like it's fun to watch yeah but yeah I don't I'm not as deep into it as many other yeah. people are because there's a lot of shit yeah. I don't know I mean yeah because you know with those like you know I'm glad you said that you know with the wrestling stuff that's that's kind of cool I didn't even think of it that way um, you know, cause kids still love it, and I'm just like, who is, who are these wrestlers anymore? But I was that way for a long time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, yo, you, when you sent me the clip with Bridget, and I was like, yo, I know his face, but who is he? Yeah, I didn't know his because, face. Because like, I didn't know th- her face. Yo, I didn't know who they were. Because I stopped watching after like The Rock really started. getting That was into when I stopped watching. Yeah, and, and Stone Cold left. I was like, all right, there's really no reason for me to yep. keep watching this thing. Yeah. And then I remember, what was it like 2014 when The Rock returned, and that shit was pandemonium because yeah. no one knew that he was coming back. Like that was the best kept secret of the, of the WWE franchise. And I was pissed because like I was I had skipped by that Monday because it was Monday Night Raw and I had skipped past because I was like man ain't no reason for me to watch this shit because Rock ain't here Stone Cold ain't here <laughs> then I hop on World Star and they're like yo the Rock came return you know tonight yeah. Monday Night Raw I was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh man so yeah but and dudes really they really they really put their lives on the line but that's what's up though yeah. But back to what I was saying about reality TV show, because, you know, with uh, Mona Scott. The devil? Yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> yo, she's like, you think she's setting us back? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But. For that check. Yeah, she's setting For that she's bag. Us way back. For as that, the kids for the like bag, to say, yeah. that bag. Um, but that's, that's part of why I don't like love and hip hop. Because the thing about it is. It has a bigger effect than just being entertainment because the younger people that watch it, they don't realize it's just entertainment. It's scripted entertainment. Like the younger kids uh, in both male and female, they emulate that behavior. They think it's cool because it's rewarded on TV. Like you act like that. And you get rich, you get TV shows, you get record deals. Shout out to Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Like, you get all that yeah. for acting like a fool. Yeah. yeah so nah. therefore, they go out and they emulate this behavior. Yeah. So that's my beef with reality TV yeah. as far as Mona Scott is concerned. Because all of this, you know what I'm saying, is really her doing. Yeah. I ain't see nobody out there trying to like, I don't know, do anything that people did out in the real world. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But what they're doing is... um if you ever notice it's always like all right so like the veteran couples or whatever so so to speak they're usually the ones that really don't have no problems except for you know like little not little but they'll have things like uh like papoose and remy you know what i mean 
we right. were seeing their whole her saga, you know, her trying to get back in with music, her trying to have a baby, them getting married, seeing the good side of it. That's the one thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in Atlanta, you had Kirk and Rashida who were the, the good complete thing. opposite. No, no, they were great at first, but then all of a sudden he got turned into the bad guy. Like it's like. But do you think it was all of a sudden, or do you think he was always the bad guy? I mean, of course he was always the bad guy, but it literally shifted to why Atlanta was probably the best one, and that's why he's R&B. That's exactly why he's R&B. Y'all can't see what I see right now. But the but head I, bob yeah, was serious yeah. when this beat just started to play. Yeah, because I said, like, yo. David, it was your story. <laughs> you have a good that's playing the sheet. The first Listen. time I ever saw Narissa Irving was in this video. Who that? The model Narissa, or the one with the, the light-skinned lady with the long locks. I can't even remember. I just recreated that photo. Shout out. Just go <clears> to my Instagram. <throat> oh, with Tiff. Beat out photo. Yes. Yeah, okay. Shout out to Tiffany Dash, by the way. Yeah. Okay. We got to have her come up here. Tiff cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that when she, like, she stopped modeling for, like, six years, and the fact that I was the first one she called, when she was like, yo, I'm thinking about getting back into this, mm-hmm. that, that actually, like, it hit warm, me. Warm you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Warm I was like, hey, it's warmed me up like this whiskey. I'm about to say, because <laughs> hey, I'm Segway. here with this whiskey. Yo, yeah, shout man. out to I can't even see what the brand name is. Let me lean in. Pow pow. Let's say Bird Dot. Yeah, that's Bird Dog. Bird Dog. Bird Dog Apple bird Flavored dog Whiskey. Apple flavored this shit whiskey. is dangerous. It is. It is smoother than a Keith Sweat record. <laughs> hey, and on, Mr. Guys. Nasal himself. Come on. And I got the. Uh, last night. Oh my God. Standing there. You ain't doing it right. You gotta like hold your. Yeah. You gotta pinch it. Seen you last night. Saw you standing there. Yeah, that's how you got. Good in picture. your hair. Nah, um, I got this special. Uh, I'm gonna call it a special brew, but it ain't a brew. Hey, rhythm and brew. <laughs> What's in that? What's in that? It's this. Uh, this. It's for uh, tequila. From an Anaya? It's called Cave Oro. Cava Oro. That is the brand name because I'm reading it right now. Oh, it? Cava Oro. It's yeah. something about gold. I don't I think it's gold cave or something like that. Oro. Oro. Oro is gold. Yes. Um it's an Añejo tequila. Yeah. Which means it was brewed a little bit longer and it still has that gold color. What's all these words and terminology? Y'all culture is hell with y'all. I mean, tequilas. I drink a lot. I know. Well, 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 I used to drink a lot. That and Hennessy are the same fucking thing. Don't argue with me. I said what I said. It's 2019. It's the year of I said what I said. Hennessy. There are other alternatives for cognacs. No, still out here talk about Hennessy like it is the only one that we have to choose from. You're right. Come on, y'all. Why do Why do black people swear by Hennessy? Because rappers swear by Hennessy. Rappers swear by Hennessy. How many songs have Hen- has has had Hennessy glorified in some fashion? Singers too. Singers too. VSOP. You, me, and Hennessy. 
you, me, and Hennessy. And then you had uh, the, the 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 famous one that everybody quotes as a caption when they post a bottle of fucking Hennessy. <laughs> oh, anything is possible. Anything is anything possible. Is or when the Hemi in the system ain't no telling. Well, it's actually when the Remy's in the system. <laughs> but well, people, no, but people, people like to flip it. it with Henny. Yeah. They like to flip it with Henny. Yeah, because. I mean, Henny is really like, trash, yo. I'm gonna say it right now. Thank Henny you. is trash. Thank you, thank you for Henny's saying that trash. live thank on you. the air. Henny is trash. It's literally just. Hey. Oh, yo. I'm sorry. Um, what? That's one thing I do love about Title, right? So I had put this song on, um, and then it said, "Go to track radio." Man, it brought me back. If you was watching my snap this weekend and saw when I was cleaning, this was from the Wild from the Night track radio. This was on here. Um, it was playing some old boot camp click. It was playing um, Killer Army. I have a confession. I'm terrible at social media. What you mean? Um, I post on Instagram maybe once a week. No, I said Snap. I know, but I was going oh, through the yeah, whole yeah, game okay, of social yeah. media. You're right, right. Uh, Facebook is kind of like a daily thing because I guess mm-hmm. I get better, uh, the, the most uh, engagement on Facebook. Um. Twitter, like I just go on there to talk shit. Denzel, uh, I, yeah. I do. Smooth nose. Yeah, I go on there to just talk shit, and then yeah. and then you know log back out. Yeah, <laughs> I and enjoy it. Snap. I don't snap at all. He don't. You don't. Yeah, I don't. I I go on there. I see what everybody else is doing, and I yeah get off that. Yeah. Nah, but um, yeah, there was a. <clears throat> It was. It, I, I like how they got that set up. I kind of like it. It's like. <clears throat> Have you noticed like the mixes that they do now? Like yeah. Hop, like and it's crazy because I'm like yo. Yeah. Those do, mixes. Be does it go clutch. by what you listen to? It does. Yeah, it does. It goes exactly by what because you listen I to. Yeah. because I was like yo because like they had like four mixes that showed up on my joint. Yeah. And like the last one was like it had and it was like Earth Wind and Fire mm-hmm. like SOS band and I was just listening to yeah. that. Yeah. Like probably two days before, I mean and that's that just, shit pops up, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of eerie, but I appreciate it. No, that's technology. It you is. Know? It is. Once you buy something offline, then you're gonna see it every day. Once you uh, yeah. purchase a ticket, you're gonna see flights for that every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get emails for yeah. it. Like I've been seeing, data mining. I, I went out to called. damn Cali, and I've been getting Travelocity emails and ads been popping up on IG about. Like mm-hmm. timeshares and shit. Yeah. I'm like, I was just out there for four days. Y'all don't even know if I liked it good or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I bought the I um, want to go back. The camo the camo uh, Chelsea's I bought. Yeah. They still show up every freaking day. Yeah, it's crazy. Every day. Yeah. I just want to point out how quiet Jessica has been. She's a little too quiet. But she's she's oh, no, waiting. No. She's, she's waiting. She's waiting. Listening. Listening. She's, waiting. No, she's waiting for there's the There's been she's a few waiting. times where she could have just hit us with one of her like conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. And I, was I was just waiting thinking for about it right yeah. now when you were talking about the <laughs> popping up. Uh, and I just keep looking at her. I'm, I'm like, yo, this is your this, um, I'm like, this is your chance to whiskey. Yo, got her spirit warm right now. No, it got us physically warm. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it warm, baby. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That just reminded me of that damn that damn meme who would win the who yeah battle. 
Real R and B enthusiasts would know that that was a trick question. Yeah, because Cisco does not. Ooh, Cisco yeah. does not do the ooh yeah. He KC goes the yeah, yeah yeah yeah. KC, I'm not gonna yeah, try Cisco it. Cisco does. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, because I can't sing at that register. I'm yeah sorry. yeah. Then you had the how deep is your love? Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah yeah yeah. Ooh, and then you had yeah, KC yeah. was the one who did it. Yeah. Come on, he had, but KC did do the yeah, and I'm still waiting. Track four, forever my lady album. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did the yeah, he did the yeah a couple so times. Yeah, see, he yeah. is so R and B. This is why he is yes. the R and B smooth. And he's he dressed R and B. And I'm I'm gonna he's elaborate. He's dressed casual R and B. No, he's dressed. Listen, <laughs> he got the Craig David beanie. Oh, we will make it love on Wednesday and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. We chill on Sunday. He got on the uh, Chris Brown uh, <laughs> half denim jacket, half, half denim jacket with the sweatshirt. <laughs> or we could go even further and do the uh, he got the Omarion hoodie. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lift my, Wait, you know, you... I'm gonna lift my scully up because thing is I got the silky on underneath. Oh, oh yeah, so he okay. Donnell Jones under there, you know. <laughs> All right. Oh wait, no. When you when you do the the uh, the beanie plus the beanie plus the the uh, the silky, that's that's case. Ooh, that is case. How yeah. missing you? <laughs> I can't share are these, no more. Are these red and gold creative no wrecks? Baby. The, the shoes, are these red and gold creative wrecks? And these from Aldo. Shout outs to Aldo. Oh, shout out to Aldo. Shout outs to Aldo, they, man. And they, those they are just, definitely R&B performance. They names. are R&B performance. Yeah, they, yeah I, he wears those casually, though. Like, yeah, I do. I would, I would only pull those out the closet for like performances. <laughs> And shit. I wear these casually like I wear these casuals for like moments like these if I have to perform. Like I or if I'm working, if I go to work and I know like I'm not gonna be with the landscaping crew at my job or I'm not gonna be like at one of the jobs where I know they can get dirty and right. scuff like that. But like if I have to take my clients to like the mall or some shit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wear these because it's like Can I just say one thing? Yeah. The the beat playing right now. This is gonna be the song that when we get old, we gonna say to our kids, "What you know about this song, boy? You don't know nothing about this." Fun fact: nobody really <laughs> caught on to the sample of this record. I didn't. I didn't either. And Marvin I usually, Gaye. I usually catch yeah. on to sample. Which one? It's Marvin Gaye. Oh, this is Sexual Healing. Yeah. Yo. Well, he ain't get sued for this yet. He probably I got thought credit. That's what it was. He probably, he probably gave him credit. He probably got credit. He probably got. He probably got clearance. Marvin family come for everybody. Well, they probably got clearance. He probably got clearance. Because did this come I after Blur? Um, did this come after Blur Lines? Way after this Blur Lines. Way after Blur so Lines. That's okay then. Yeah. So he was probably like, well, <laughs> let me. Uh, his label. Pop, listen, his label. His <laughs> label guess, got the clearance. I guess. Oh yeah. That's what it is. We're on facts. And you know what? Is the king of R and B. You know, it's probably. It's not even that he had to probably get clearance. It's um. It's a, an inter, interpolation Yeah, or whatever. it's an interpolation yeah. It's an interpolation Whereas Blurred Lines was Pharrell's beat That he just pretty much just took out the uh, Yeah, because Well, you know that just was Just listening a, to it now It's literally like two bars Yeah well, I was about to say Because that's what the issue was A couple years Well, not a couple years ago Back when Ice Ice Baby came out Oh, doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom. Yo, when he tried the, to explain it, it was the funniest thing. He was like, "Yeah, it's not the same thing." But it wasn't. My, 
No, it was the same. No, because thing. they said because they compared the two and they were saying the bass lines were different in but one note. But because this was his was doom 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 doom. The original was like doom 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 doom, and then it went doom 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 doom. It went high. It was like yeah. by one note, okay. and that's what saved Vanilla mm. Ice from getting sued nah. because of one note. He said this, and you're right. I know what you're talking about, but he said it went doom 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 doom, and he said it went doom 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 doom. He's like that little. Oh no! Nah. What, what they were saying me. that it was like a, a real. It went like one note was just above mm-hmm. the original yeah. bass riff, and that's oh what gosh. saved his ass. Shout out so to know, Alan Anthony. You know yo. what sample like threw me for a loop? Like I didn't even realize it was sampled until like I read up on it. What? Or when I because I'm one of them people that I, I still read the, you read the credits. The credits meet. Come on, come I on do now. Too. Come on, now. Um, it's like old school. But old school uh, you remember Timbaland and Magoo love to love you. Yeah, that's a sample. Yeah, that was DMX. What do you mean? The was beat DMX? was just sped up. Damn. No. You remember DMX? No, no, no. You're right. But let that's me tell you What's my something. name? That's what it is. What's my name? That isn't it originally, though. It's another song, and I have this app. No. Okay, so yeah, I see where you're... I know, I know exactly what you're about to say. Yeah. But basically, the Love to Love You beat mm-hmm. was the DMX beat, but it was just sped up to make it like a higher BPM. That's making it sound like a different beat completely. Yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying, but the original sample wasn't. wasn't That's what that. I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that goes into yeah. DMX's credits or Swiss Beats, I think. Yeah. Made that beat. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was like one day I was on Facebook and I had said, um, I said made a reference to 112. It's over now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's definitely the Quiet Storm. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you know Everybody knows that. Yeah. Well, I've met a few people that don't. Are you serious? Yeah. I was actually talking to a girl uh, a couple nights ago, and you know we were talking about like samples and stuff because I had played the new. Um, I asked, her, I was like, "Yo, you heard um, Undecided?" And she was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I like it. It's a bop." And I was like, "You know the, you know." I was like, "You do know that's a sample?" And she was like, "Ugh, I can't stand you. You know everything." And I was like, and I played the song for her. And she goes, "Damn, that's crazy." And then I was like, "Well, I was like, you remember 112's It's over now." And she was like, "Yeah." Cause she loves '90s hip hop. I was like, "Well, they they sample Mob Deep." And she goes, "What song?" I was like, "Listen to Listen to It's Over Now, and I'm gonna have you find it." But that's the easiest one, though. Yeah. But most of these, like my age group, they don't. It don't register with them. Like they don't know that shit. And I was like, "If you listen to this song," and then like she started listening to it, and then she was listening to It's Over Now, and I was like, "And it's the real uh, yeah." And she was like, "Oh shit!" I love when R and B does that. Yeah. I love it. And the crazy thing was, Darren said he had never heard that song before. So if you love when R&B does that, I'm going to just say, look out for my last call today. Bet. Bet. Like, Darren, Darren, Darren produced that. Yeah. But he said he had never heard yeah. Quiet Storm mm-hmm. when he, he didn't even know that was a thing. And he was on the label. But he was like, because they were church. Yeah. You know, that wasn't I was what they were supposed to say, how did he never hear? Okay. Yeah. But yo. That's what I was saying. I was like, bro, you was on the label. And you know, <laughs> I'm, and I'm glad you brought up the sample and stuff because- this is probably one, I mean, probably one of the biggest samples. It's um, Mystic Brew by, uh, what is his name? I can't remember his name, but this is the, um, relax yourself, girl, please sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's this. I know. You know what I mean? And I, this is one of my favorite records. Like, I know Freeway did it, but Alan Anthony, it was his record first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is dope. And you know the reason why I bring wasn't that. he another one of those J Records people that didn't make it? No, the- no, no. He was Rockefeller. 
That's right, Alan. Yeah. He was Rockefeller. See, Rockefeller had a lot of R and B acts that just disappeared when Rockefeller crumbled. Chris Sean. Chris, yo, that Chris Sean album is still a classic. I was listening to that recently. I was about to send it to Smooth. Like, yo, this is what R and B was. Mm. Yeah. You, you, did you Ooh. ever hear Ghetto Cyrano? Come on. Nah. See, I gotta send you that album then. Yeah, yeah send me that. Yeah. Yeah, because that was that was R and B as fuck. Definitely. Send me that. Send me that. Um, but the reason why I said that about the whole uh, Rockefeller thing. Um, what y'all think about that uh, Dame Dash and Nick Cannon? Shout outs to Nick Cannon. Shout out to the Segway. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I I'm mean, it was a bit soon, but he's. But shout out to the Segway. He's, he's on his Segway game. And the reason why I say the whole Dame Dash and Nick Cannon because it's the whole thing. Not even talking about that yet. Right. I'm just talking about how. Do y'all feel like Dame Dash is being genuine? No. Okay. Um, we had this conversation privately yes. before yes. and I was like I just think it's personally funny how whenever the the opportunity to talk shit about Jay-Z comes up Dame Dash <clears throat> comes out of nowhere like a dun 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 yes Yes. Like, like a what? Like a dunun dunun. Okay. Yeah. I, I just you like know. That. You know what that? Yeah. I just. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to hear it again. That, that yeah. was that was a classic Wu Tang. <laughs> yes. Yes. You a dunun dunun nigga. Yeah, I, just, I just wanted to make sure I heard it correctly. <laughs> Ooh. Hey. Come on. Uh, I see what you did. Come on. I see what you did. Mm. Bring up Dame Dash and Jay Z. He plays Aaliyah. His time. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Whenever. And this is no disrespect to Dame Dash. But you know, but like anytime when like the the opportunity you know presents itself to talk bad about Jay Z, mm-hmm. there he is. Yeah, he's always there for that. And it's, and it's like I thought they were cool. Yo, and that's they got the crazy like we don't know their relationship first of all because right. we don't know nobody knows men. their relationship. But it's just all right. I thought they was gonna be some way not maybe doing business again, but like you know. From what it seemed like on Jay Z's end, and you could kind of see it now. Dame saw it as, from what I'm watching, and you got to check out. You probably seen uh, Choke No Joke uh, videos. It's Choke No Joke. It's on YouTube if they're still even there, because I think um, they try to like sue for that or whatever. But okay. he was a part of the Rockefeller camp, and he did like video stuff and all that for them. And he has this thing called The Last Days of the Rock. Okay. Now, when they do the documentary, if they don't hit this dude up, they're not going to because he got the real shit. That's a documentary I would love to see. He got the real shit. Like, he got a biopic. Dame got him, or Jay Z, one of them got him jumped at Kanye's first concert when he was just about to drop. Choke, no joke. Okay. Uh, uh, at uh, one of Kanye's first concerts or something like that, it, it was it was one of them or like a show or whatever, mm-hmm. and like it, it it's following like Dame around and a little bit of Jay Z and like just like state prop and all this other stuff, but like you're really seeing the last days of the rock with this because it comes to a point when Jay Z's just not in no pictures whatsoever. And that's how Dame looks at it. Like, yo, I fought for you for this. Like, if you watch the backstage, like, you know, he's like, yo, y'all putting Def Jam on everything? No, this is a Rockefeller tour. This is not a Def Jam tour. This is Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and and, and essentially he's thinking that he's fighting for him. But then I'm looking at it from Jay-Z's point now. One, 
Def Jam's been in his ear. That's how he became the president of Def Jam, you know. And uh, <clears throat> he, you know, he's becoming the bigger artist. They see that. He's starting to see other stuff. And, like, Dame is just the dude that's just doing the, doing the diddy, the, the diddy mm-hmm. bop in every video and shit. And he's just looking at it like, yo, you don't need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once Dame realized he wasn't needed, then that's when the Rockefeller breakup yeah, started to crumble. Yeah, man. But see, Dame Dash, that's when perfect example when keeping it real goes wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I like, wish we had that <clears throat> clip just yeah. when keeping yeah, it real. Yeah. <laughs> keeping it real. Yo, that would have been crazy. Oh. I'm keeping it real. World time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What he didn't know. <laughs> I, uh, before we get too serious, because I because this the the Rockefeller thing could go into yeah. our main topic. Could I just talk about one other hot topic real quick before we segue into the main topic? Okay, and that's this whole government shutdown mm. because of uh, TSA, you know President we, Cheeto. We, we with you, yeah. TSA agents. TSA we FDA with you. Cause, um, because Jessica's been so quiet, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna put on my woke hat mm-hmm. and <laughs> make, make sure it's snug. And, make sure it's snug. I'm actually gonna, you know, because I, I have conspiracy theories about this whole shit too. Because yeah. this kind of feels like if if you were watching like like one of those action movies or whatever, like this is the be- this is the first 20 minutes of the movie. It's the beginning of the end where like he shuts down the government. TSA is basically not getting paid, so they're not showing up to work and not giving a fuck about their jobs at this point. You know what I'm saying? So that leaves the borders vulnerable. Like you're you're built you're trying to build a stupid ass wall to keep immigrants out, but when you got a weak TSA that lets the terrorists in. You feel me? Mm-hmm. On top of that, the FDA, I don't know if you read this, but it's like the FDA is not going to be doing their jobs and checking our food during this government shutdown. As they shouldn't. They're not getting paid. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to go to work But and my not get point paid? is, we have to eat this shit. Sound like slavery True. to me. That's right. Like, we have to eat this shit. So not only are our borders eligible, I mean, not eligible, but, you know, vulnerable to terrorism, but then the FDA isn't checking our food, which means that if somebody wanted to wipe us out, all they got to do is poison our food because nobody's checking it. But they already are. Okay, you didn't want me to be quiet. Now I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> like the FDA is already She's poisoning awake. our food. Like they, they, if we really were worried about that, we would go to farmer's markets and buy organic and eat clean. But we do. We do. No, some of us. I mean, right, a small right, percentage. right, right. I'm not talking about us in this room Matter of fact, DW's wearing the East End Farmer's Market yes, shirt right is. now. Shout out to Shout East out to End Farmer's, Farmer's, Farmer's Market, Market in Bridgeport. Yes. Shout out to the Decatur Farmer's Market that I used to shop at when I lived in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to all farmer's markets. I mean, that's what we need to do. Mm. Support it. Support local produce. But yeah, you're right. And I mean, they are poisoning the us. They're putting they shit in our food too. But yeah. and we're susceptible to a lot of sicknesses and other shit now that they're not doing their jobs. But to be real, like, okay, the government shut down, right? So people that are getting federally paid 
are not getting paychecks. So does this include the Secret Service? Because <laughs> personally, if I was working for the Secret Service, I'd be like, listen. Mm, <laughs> I'd be calling out just like mm, the said. I'm not getting paid. I think I have some I'm not risking my life right today. Though. Like, fuck you. I'm not getting paid. Like, I don't even like you, bro. <laughs> you know, speaking Like, I don't of even that, like you. I'm definitely not going to protect you. I was about to free. say, thinking about that, like, <laughs> do they even want to protect this dude? Hell no, point? I'm sure that they don't. I'm sure and this is why I get so angry when I see others, <clears throat> others. sticking up for this dude, yo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you say others, do you mean the whites? <laughs> the whites. D apostrophe. The white people. <laughs> yo, like. YT. Like, you know, on Facebook, you know, that's the clout, the trolling, all that. You know what I'm saying? And one of my boys, he trolled. A whole bunch of people like you know it was so crazy he basically was like um oh trump is uh i'm uh how do you guys feel about trump i'm gonna tell you connecticut's behind him right he was trolling i know okay. this for a fact and i talked to him i said yo stop trolling he's like yo you know i gotta do it so i'm just seeing you know what our people have to say mm-hmm. with and when I say all our people, I mean black, Mexican, Puerto Rican, folk, whatever, Spanish, folk, all everybody. Folk, folk of color. You know what I'm saying? Folks of color. And then I'm looking at it from the other side. The white side. You can say it out loud. No, I'm going to say the other side. Okay. Because I'm not trying to make this a thing about correct. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. You're just trying to get us canceled, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> and I'm, I'm just looking at it like. We they can't be this blind to this stuff, man. Oh, they're turning of blind. stuff they're saying. This like, I'm gonna keep it so funky with you. I think I know where you about to go, but go ahead because I don't like you know. Sins up for the cops, cool. All right, you yeah. want to feel how you feel about that? <clears throat> but like, just the stuff you say. Oh, you know, we never had this problem with, you know. I never seen somebody hate a president so much and oh, this yeah. and that. And John F. Kennedy would have. Y'all one. hated the fuck out of Obama. And oh, I'm just like. He fucked. Like, and they're like. He oh. fucked. And, and there's always so many allegations against him and this and that. And, da, da, da. and I think he's probably just a really good man. And I'm just looking at this stuff. I'm like, yo. This shit don't How do you look at us when you be out with us? Because you can't be around me with this type of thoughts. Nah. And Let it be known we're not talking about Jessica. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. She's been at she's been at the cookouts. Nah. She's been to the cookouts. Yeah, now nah, she you know gets on, she gets an honorary plate for real. Um, she don't put no raisins in the food, no nothing. Facts. Like you know, like one of my friends, one of my good good friends since fifth grade. You know, he's a Republican and he tells me his views, and I understand his views. Right now, I'm not gonna say I'm cool with him doing that, but to each his own. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. You don't gotta agree, but yeah, you can you can understand. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I see it from his point, from a business point, and it makes sense. I right. get that part completely. But the other ones that are just like, Very. oh, well, we need to do this where he needs to have our support. He's our president and this and that. And I feel like people are just being so mean. So mean. 
You know what? That's yeah. when you need to He's flush out your timeline. Yeah. You need to go through your friends list you gotta, and start deleting. It's like you gotta really start purging. That's actually, what I did. I, like I don't have that problem. Yeah. On my timeline, whenever yeah, I, I go say, on I my timeline this. on Facebook yeah, or Instagram, yeah. I don't see none of that shit. I don't see um, no Trump support because I weeded them out in yeah. 2016 when that motherfucker yeah. was running yeah. and I heard even like the slightest bit yeah. of even. I always compare it to if the shoes on the other foot. Like what if Obama, you know what I'm saying, had the had the scandals? The, no, that well, that too. But what what if he had the government shut down just to, just because he couldn't get a bill? He did, but it did, but it wasn't it right was long days. Enough. Yeah, it wasn't long. It wasn't enough no twenty to, day stint. It was probably what like three or four. Yeah, it was literally like three or yeah. four days. And it, it was wasn't over no temp, mm-hmm. yeah. like a temper tantrum. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, no yeah, temper tantrum. Sure it, was, it, was, it was. I think it was. If I'm correct, it was over Obamacare. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, he wanted to make it happen and they didn't. Right. Yeah. But yeah. that was only because, like, it was just a word Obama. Well, first of all, he didn't call it Obamacare. Yeah, he even said it. He, he was called like, I don't it care the what Affordable you call Care it. Act. Yeah, the Affordable Care yeah, Act. Yep. He said, I don't care what you call it. The Republicans <laughs> put the word Obamacare on it Which just is- to make people hate it. And ironically, it. now that Trump is in office and they, you know, relinquished uh, the Affordable Care Act, a lot of people, a lot of those Republicans didn't realize that they were on, quote unquote, Obamacare. Obamacare. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Boom. Oh shit! I have no more insurance. Catch out the bag. Boom. Mm-hmm. But to, <laughs> to Lucky's Hashtag. point, when he was saying, when when Lucky was saying, like you you read like everybody's comments and stuff, and and they are like, yo, we've never, I've never witnessed, you know, a president be this dis- scrutinized, this disrespected. I'm like, yo, and I'm not one to get into politics on social media. Me either. It's just because I don't know. Be, it's a never end. It's a never ending circle. But exactly. I'm like, yeah. it's not even about not knowing stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a never ending circle. But they're I re- just going to keep coming. They're going to keep yeah. coming at you. So it's just like, why do it? But I remember, hey. I remember being in high school when Obama was elected the first time. And I was going to, Damn, to a predominantly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> predominantly white <laughs> high school. And one girl, we were talking about, because she, you know, obviously she was Republican, and she was like talking about, you know, the bad, and she was like, I can't, you know, stand that the fact Obama's just that and third. And I just happened to mention that, you know, somebody had just, I think, like, sent like a, a, a threat to lynch him, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, good. I was like, okay. Now, I didn't spaz mm-hmm. because I'm the type of person that's like, I'm the type of person that, like, I like to notice, mm-hmm. I like this. Because it lets me know who how you, you who you are. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna go to the principal. I'm not gonna you know have an uproar. I'm just like yeah. okay. It's like when I was down in Florida, um, Tampa, uh, one year with my homeboy uh, and his family's Puerto Rican. We were driving on the highway in Tampa, and we see a Confederate flag waving, and I was like, oh, I love this. And his mom was like, oh, what? She was like, see. really? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, how could you say that? I was like, because it lets me know how you feel about me. Listen. I love Southern racism because it's out front. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Northern uh, racism is a little bit more it's discreet. Covert. It's covert. Racism still alive. They just be concealing yeah. it. It's like Yo. Northern racism, you don't know that they racist until you in their house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo. No. You don't oh, know that they racist until you oh, no, no, no. in their house. Hold on. Hold on. I got to say this. Yo. You know what I'm saying? I got to say this. And you're absolutely right. Because it just hit me right now. Cat I went to school with. I'm going to just say his name. Andy Komorowski. I don't care. Fuck. Okay. Say Andy Komorowski. Put it out there. You know what I'm saying? He was cool. Whatever. Got you know? We got your back if you roll yeah. up on you. We, you know what I'm saying? We went to school, I went to school with him whatever. And he was cool and everything. And I remember seeing a Confederate flag yeah. in his bedroom. That's what it's like. Pause. 
Yeah, it's no problem. Because we all hung out in our friends' yeah, bedroom. Of course, man. That's, yeah. that's where that's where the Madden tournaments went that. down. That's you right. know, but still, that's where all the Madden, two, Halo, Madden, all that. Halo, yeah, where all, all went that. down. And I'm just like official business. 007. You know, I didn't even like put two and two together, and now that I look at it, and I happen to see him now. Yeah. Who? His president. That's what he's, it is. He's he's happy about that. Yeah. And I just want to say this. Nigga, you gonna say it? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I needed to just have that. I needed that. That's a dramatic you needed pause. that dramatic pause. I needed that dramatic pause. <laughs> yes, you, they Andy. died. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they died. died. <laughs> and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> nah, man, but it's just like, man, I, I don't. I'm I'm not. Um, I'm not cool with that's that. That's the shit, thing, though. To piggyback off of that, there was um, actually a friend of mine. Well, not a friend of mine, but. Uh, old friend from like middle school high school so on and so forth um when, when obama was in office he would always come on my statuses and argue with me mm-hmm. oh see what your president's doing see this that mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but my man is like too. but i'm like and you know he unfriended me after the whole trump thing and i was talking about trump but i'm like yo the one thing that you forget you were born here, but your parents are immigrants. Oh, that'd be the funniest. I knew his yeah. pa- like I knew his parents. So it's like you were born here, but your parents are immigrants. How do they feel about the shit that you're saying right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, even to your point, what you were saying about the Confederate flags and you don't know somebody's racist, so you see it in the house. Right after Trump was inaugurated in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. I saw this. I was I stopped at the gas station by my house, and it was this white kid, he, obviously in a pickup truck, um, <laughs> Confederate flags, all on the side of his truck, and then he had a flagpole, like I don't know how it was in the bed of his truck, but he had a flagpole waving a Confederate flag on the bed of his truck, and he stopped at a gas station on East Main Street. Yes. <laughs> Stopped and filled up his tank and was looking around like I dare one of y'all to say something. Yeah. Well, you remember that time we was on Fairfield Avenue at Wendy's and we was behind yeah. the truck. We was behind me, me, me and Latif was behind his truck at uh, Wendy's in Bridgeport, and it had the Trump Pence bumper sticker with the Confederate flag sticker, and I had taken a snap of it. They were so ghetto. And 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 Latif was like, "Yo, did they see us?" Because I think like the girl, there was a girl in the truck. I think she had turned around. She was in the back. She was in the back, and she had turned around, and he was like, "Yo, did they see us?" I was like, "I don't give a fuck if they did." So then they got their food, or whatever. They yelled something, but we couldn't really hear. It. And so then they pulled over, like to the side. So now we pulling up. Latif is like, like, like. All right. Like, are they waiting for us? I was like, nigga. I was like, is this about to turn into a bad video? I was like, if my thing was, I was like, nigga, are you ready? <laughs> like, oh, it's is about it, to go down. Like, if it goes down, are you ready? <laughs> but you know what? Like, the fucked up part line. about that is, however that would have rolled out, we would have been guilty. Of course. Oh, facts. Yeah. But it's all right. No, well, yeah, it yeah. probably would have. If it went down to Norwalk, mm-hmm. I had our backs. I mean, yeah. You connected out there. Yeah. And... And that brings us up to, you know, a picture that I seen where it got a cop, white cop, holding a gun uh, to the head. that viral picture. That yeah, was, and yeah. then us holding a gun to our heads. And it's like, man. How do you uh, interpret this? We really need to figure this out because um, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, 
with all great things that happen in life, it's a lot of tragedy. And I lost, I wouldn't say he was a friend, but he was someone that I was cool with. You know what I mean? I literally saw him. Shout out to knowing the difference. Yeah. I literally saw him Friday night when I was in the barbershop. And I was telling him, yo, come through this and that. Da, 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 da. And he passed away on that night. He got killed. Mm, wow. By one of us. Mm. He was Spanish, but he was one of us. You know what I mean? And it's like, the the feelings I have is, you know, emotional anger. And not even anger because, you know, of what they did to him. It's just what we are doing to ourselves. And that is like, we really need to figure this out, guys. Like, guys, we really got to figure this out. Like, I just can't. We can't keep losing ourselves because we're just giving giving the other side more fuel. Facts. So rest in peace to my man, Eddie. Um, to try to attempt to segue into that. Um, along with us killing, you know, along with us killing ourselves. We're hurting ourselves. We're hurting ourselves. But more so hurting our women. Segway. Thank you. you. Hey. You are I'm the best. Tag team on that Segway. Oh, yeah. Pat. That was a tip. All right. Can I get you to play that, that <laughs> clip right now? That's one of them. So you know this <laughs> this clip specifically has like gone like viral ever since surviving R. Kelly. Yeah. Because oh, this this episode happened, I want to say in two thousand five. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And people are just thought like, oh, he was telling oh, us the shit. truth way back in two thousand. Yeah, idiot. Like. Yeah. Just like R. Kelly is telling us exactly who he was is. What, 1990 whatever? Yeah. Wow. 1994, exactly. Telling you exactly who he was, and all, y'all was just dancing along to the shit. Chicken and dancing. Um, Speaking of which, chicken and dancing. <laughs> That's about to be the title of this episode. <laughs> no, but, it's going to nah, be the hashtag. No. Nah, but, um, but shout out to uh, Aaron Magruder, because we've actually used his clip twice on our show now. Yeah. Um, Come back. Well, actually, speak. Um, thank back. you for the segue because Please. there was recently a conversation with Aaron Magruder about the fact that this clip has gone viral, and they asked if he would ever bring back the show. And he was like, "It's close." 
Ooh. He's got a lot of material. Chills. He has a lot of material. Think about from the time he ended that show to now. Well, just can we stop at season two? Because he wasn't even involved in season three. Facts. Yeah. So season two. Nah, he was involved. He was involved in season four. He left. Oh, sorry. You're right. Season four. Season three. There was no season four. There was no season four. There was only three seasons. One, two, and three. There was only three seasons. You sure? And Cartoon Network took over season three. Yeah, because yeah. season three was the they had the he, Chris he was Brown. Basically, Dave Chappelle. They had the pretty Chris boy Brown Flizzy. Episode. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right, but he was only part of um, season one and season two. He needs to come back right now at this moment. But um, he did, he definitely needs to come back. But yeah, so like I said, we've all well, I've seen episodes one and two of Surviving R. Kelly. I it's four watch. seasons. I'm sorry, it's four. Four seasons of four. Oh, really? Yeah, it was four. Yeah. No, All right. Well, no one watched the fourth season. Yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, so there's three. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty good season. Before. I but couldn't yeah. get through surviving R. Kelly. I, after the second episode, I was like, Nah, I'm cool. Like I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I had to um, take break. I had to take mini breaks. Yeah. Exactly. Mini breaks. I mean, I DVR'd all six, so I'll eventually get back to you know, watching them. Mm-hmm. Granted, I have the whole timeline written down of his, his crimes and such. But, um, you know, y'all heard the intro of the show. Yeah. Like, truthfully, like the Love most disrespected, unprotected, so on and so forth person in America is the black woman. And this dude is like been committing crimes of, uh, against black women spe- specifically him mm. for the last 30 years and nobody has tried to stop him because nobody believed his victims because they were black women yeah Chance he okay well Chance the rapper he claimed he was misquoted mm. but he kind of said it himself yeah like oh I did a song with him because I didn't believe his victims because they were black women or something like that. He was, no, he said that. He claimed, yeah, he claims he was misquoted, but like I saw the clip and that's no, exactly he said what it. was a video clip. How are you yeah. misquoted on a video clip when you were interviewed? Right. Yeah. But um, it is like I said, it's it's bigger than just R. Kelly though. You it know is. what I'm saying? We could talk about of surviving R. Kelly, mm-hmm. but it's bigger than just him. Yeah. You it's definitely I mean? bigger than him. Because I, I had this debate. Um, I'm actually part of a, a debate group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out God to, what is it? Um, I, I feel bad because I don't remember. It's, I think it's the age of debaters or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was brought up a few weeks ago. Um, it's funny because you said 2019 is the year of accountability. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's brought up. It was like, okay. If you see, um, you know, a black man, you know, doing something, um, you know, like cheating or whatever, like, do you stop him or whatever? And a lot of dudes were like, no. I'm like, yeah, it's our problem. That's the problem. Because you're, as a black man, you're like my brother's keeper, you're supposed to step in and stop your fellow black man from doing something like sexually assaulting a woman or cheating on his woman or beating his woman, so on and so forth. Anything. And all of them are like, but does that mean I just go door to door and just stop black men from doing what they're doing? Like, no. No. The ones that's in your circle. 
Right. The ones that's direct, either if you can't change the people around you, then you change the people around you, period. Yeah. Definitely like, change the people around you, man. Right. Like, because I don't, it's a lot of people I don't fuck with anymore because yeah. of the way they were and they weren't changing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they, look, you want to judge a person by who they are, look at the, you know, their five closest friends. Yeah. Like, I had, uh, we got a, me and my closest boys from high school, like, we all brothers. So we have a group text, a group chat, and we were discussing something. It wasn't even about R. Kelly because this was months before. But, like, I, you know, the way my boy was talking, I was like, yo, whatever your issue is, like, with this shit, I was like, yo, everything you're saying right now, I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, yo, take this up with your mother. Mm-hmm. I was like, because you're talking crazy right now. Like yeah. I don't know It is like And we even Like even one of me And my boys Outside of the text Like we got together And he was like Yo we need to have An intervention with this dude Yeah I was, <laughs> like, I, I was like Cause I don't know What hurt he running from Or hiding yeah. from I was like But we gotta get To the bottom of this shit mm-hmm. Cause he talking crazy Like we love him That's why we doing this Yeah We don't support What he doing We just want him To understand Like yo dude You talking crazy Like you gotta understand Like why this is wrong What this is Toxic This is problem Yeah Yeah so we got to get to the bottom of this. So the, now I'm a big fan of accountability. So if you see any of your your brethren and closest homies doing some suspect shit, like, yo, say something. Wasn't a planned question, but that brings up something. Do y'all like, do y'all call out toxic behavior in your, in your Absolutely. circle? Absolutely. I do with my boys. Um, I definitely you know, do. One of my friends, um, he be doing some bullshit. And I told him like, yo, you know. Shouldn't kind of do that, right? You know, it's a, it's a way to do it. You don't, just, you yeah. know, you don't just be like yo, son, duh. like it's it's a way to do it because at the end of the day, this is your friend, right? Yeah, you know, his personal life isn't the reason he's your friend. It's you but guys. It kind of is. No, I mean, similarities and things that you know, type of things that connect us are why we're friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your personal life is something completely different. Like before this, you know, I mean, before this podcast, you know what I mean? Nobody even really knew that I, a lot of my friends didn't even know that I like to do stuff like this, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when they found out, I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. So that's, this is kind of like my personal type of thing, you know, like venting and, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff. Cause like I could write on Facebook all day, but I don't. Right, right. Like people don't know a damn thing about me on Facebook. They just know I travel, I got a girlfriend, damn. and <laughs> I work. That's all you need to know about me when it comes yeah. to personal life. But this, I feel like I can talk more, and I like that. But I besides just that, a lot on Facebook. Yeah, 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 you do. You really do. But I like and what I try you to say. Spark conversations. You do. But what I do like is. And I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'll light a match and walk away. You open <laughs> YouTube? Yo, I do the same shit. Like a lot, a lot of arguments have started off of statuses that I've made. And people will be hitting me up and be like, yo, D, are you seeing what's happening on your status? I'm like, absolutely not. What's happening? I, I was like, oh, whole status. Shit I just wanted y'all lit. to talk. I was like, yeah, I'll be paying. All right, but let's get it back to the like DW. Yo. You're the OG of the room, yes. of this group. All right. So when you see your your you know your peers, you know, displaying toxic behavior, like do you call them out? We don't really call them out. I don't think that's that's an opportunity that we all I think should 
take advantage of, but what we mostly do is just try and guide into guide the person into a different direction by showing positivity and then not calling he, out the certain action. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's I get all. what he's no, saying. No, yo, you, I get what he's I, saying. I like what you're saying. So, yeah. like, in a sense, where you're trying to guide them right into a better direction, what do you do if they're not heeding your guidance? Unfortunately, most of the time you let them go, mm-hmm. and that's what you should not do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the universe, I mean, will <clears throat> definitely weed people out of your life that don't belong, like through different mm-hmm. situations and different, you know, things that are going on. It definitely it, You know, sometimes it's just natural that people just, you know, wean themselves out of your life. Right. And yeah. that's, I think, to me, I think that's a sign of growth. Like, it, that's to know when you can let go of the past and let go of people mm-hmm. that maybe once were close to you mm-hmm. or that you shared common bonds with. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like, mm, you know, it's it's growth. I mean, I cut off a family member off of that. And I'm right. proud of that because I think this, is someone, <clears throat> this yeah. is someone that, you know, was like, I looked up to, mm-hmm. like my idol, in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Years down the line, I'm starting to notice things about this person. And I'm like, damn, like, I really don't like you like this. But we laugh, we joke, we have a good time. Silly. You, I confide in you about things. You confide in me about things. But then you got a lot of bull that you do. Mm-hmm. And somebody needs to call you on your mm-hmm. bull. And we had something happen one night. And, you know, I'm sad how it happened with the setting. You know, because it was supposed to be for celebration mm. and turned into something else, mm. you know, and I'll and I'll take blame for I enabled a lot of it uh. because of the liquor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And him being older than me, you know, being my elder, so to speak, I felt that he'd be able to handle himself, but he couldn't. And then it just got to a point where I'm just looking at things after that. and I'm just like, I'm tired of you. I can't take this no more. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, the weight that just dropped off of me from that made right. me feel so much better. And things that has changed in my life for the better, like yeah. my lady, you know? Hey. You know. Hey, shout out. Wait, I, just, right, I, I want you to, when you finish that, I want to, I just want to make a point. With just the fly Selena Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I'm pretty much done with that. But, you know, it just opened my eyes to just say, like, listen, man. Not call out, you know, you can you, per, you personally felt like you helped him out, though, before you let him go? Um, I didn't, I don't feel like I, because that, I, that, I, that, I helped him out by not enabling his bull anymore. There you go. There you that's go. how I helped him. Now, he's probably getting that from somewhere else. He's not getting it from me. Right, right. I'm, I'm good on that. So, to, right. to support what you just said. Um, and I would say this to any dude that's out there hoeing or just, you know, hashtag single life in it up. You never understand, like you, you don't understand what it does for your life to have the right woman in your life. Mm-hmm. Like I try to praise my, my lady as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll be on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, but she's so dope though. Like your lady is oh, She's so dope But it's it's funny because that brought up something else It's like somebody else was like yo um, 
I actually just saw this this morning on Facebook. It was like, isn't it kind of weird when you see a dude praising this woman too much? Because it's like, some other woman be like, what did he do? See, like, he had problem. to do something wrong for him to be praising her so much now. What did he put her through? Let that hurt go, sis. No, but how, how about that's not like, that what has goes. he been through? You know what I'm saying? Like, that why can't you look goes. at it like that? Like, what what has he been through that he's able to love now? Like, yeah. They you know never I mean? listen to a 90s R&B song. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, not uh, R&B. <laughs> but to get, before we go back, you know, because we went off on a tangent a little a bit. A tad bit. Uh, to get back on subject, um, basically I brought up, I brought up this because it's like, you know, the biggest thing that I noticed off of surviving R. Kelly was that a lot of the people around him were enabling. Oh, in a yeah. big way. Yeah, yes. absolutely. In the biggest way. Um, because, like I said, I only watched the first two episodes. Yeah. And you didn't one watch the, the whole series? No, nah, I couldn't. Like, it was like, it was really making me angry. I feel I'm going to tell you this. The only reason I watched it because of this podcast. That's the only reason. Like, I was like, I don't want to be the one who only right, watched half the right, shit right, and then right, come right. in uninformed. Well, yeah. I was like, so I'm let me, let me bite the bullet. I had a bottle of liquor because yeah. I was like, yo, how, like, what's yes. the, what's the break time we got in between these episodes? Because after yeah. about an hour and a half and I was like, yo, we still in 94? Yo. We still in 96? Oh, shit, we ain't even in the 2000s yet? Yes. Oh, God. So, and yo, the I was thing, like, is the liquor store still open? Back to the point, right? <laughs> back to the point, like... I'm at the shoot there the was, five with There was people, like... He basically had his his entourage scouting young girls for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a system. Yeah. Going yeah. out to, to yeah. high schools and McDonald's. Yep. Malls. Malls. So on. Oh, you speak... <laughs> yeah, yeah no, do that. Do that. Do that. Yeah, but it's like it's a um, system. Yeah, so it's like and it's funny because it's like he's if you really think about it, he's not the only one. Yeah, um, that's true. Cuz watching surviving R Kelly, right? Had me thinking, all right. Beyoncé wasn't that old when she got with Jay-Z. Yeah, no, nah, she was like twenty eight. No, eighteen. She was 18. still she was still a teenager. Mm-hmm. Okay. 18, 19. Right, she was like, but he had been pursuing her since she was sixty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like this is everybody's favorite yeah. couple right now. Mm-hmm. But this grown man was pursuing yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Mm. They're over a decade together now, and everybody thinks like they're amazing, which they are a great couple now. Mm-hmm. But if you think about back when he was pursuing her, that shit was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's the entertainment then, business but, for and you. And then going it back happens to more times than you think. But wait, and then going back to your what you brought up earlier, Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. Dame Dash, like okay, Aaliyah was twenty five, right? Yeah, but when she passed, no, she was yeah, she was twenty five when she passed. Twenty two. She was twenty two. I think she was twenty two. Okay. No, okay. Jess, you're right because she was twenty two because that was her second album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was twenty two. But it's like both Jay Z and Dame Dash dated Aaliyah. Yeah. Yeah. And Timberland said that he was in love with her. Yeah, he that never was, yeah, pursued that was weird it, as fuck. but Jade. he said like he was in love with her. And I'm like, bro, he Yo, she was 16. You're right because she when he had girl. um his uh, behind the music, mm-hmm. 
what his wife that he's was with or if he's still with her he, he said, said he, he dated her, her because, because she looked like Aaliyah but did you see the picture like she Aaliyah. legit looks just like Aaliyah like yeah. just shit, like Aaliyah that's kind of creepy that is kind of creepy um, that is kind of but creepy. you know who like, else we should have our eyes on though right who come on Drake yeah there you go. yeah um, I saw that I wanna video. I wanna bring up uh, an article uh, by a social media acquaintance of mine. I want. I don't want to say friend because that's a you know. Mm-hmm. But um, shout out to Aaron White um, over at Afropunk. Okay. Um, she actually just wrote a um, an article on Drake. Well, the title is called. Um, for those that want to go look it up, it says, "Let's learn from R. Kelly and be mindful of Drake." Mm. Yeah, exactly. Very powerful. Um, because it it has come out like there was a video of drake in concert and this looked like it was early in his career but he brings this girl up on stage you know what i'm saying he sing he, he used to performs for her and you did you just play a drake beat when i mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you should have seen the steak i latif just <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but you so like he be on it yeah, he brings the seventeen-year-old on stage. Obviously, he doesn't know she's seventeen at the time. You know, doesn't. starts re- I don't, he starts reciting her song. Mm-hmm. You know, hugs up on her, kisses her real quick, and then asks, "How old are you?" And then proceeds. Right. So it's like, right. You know, it goes. Oh, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail yet. Why do you look like this? You know, so on and so forth. So I just want to read a quick excerpt. From uh, Aaron's article. The disturbing video follows some of the serious rumors that Drake is dating an 18 year old model, Bella Harris. That's, uh, I actually don't remember who she's related to, but she is related to somebody else famous. A relationship that some have suggested began as early as her high school days. Yuck, some 13 years later, some 13 years her senior, excuse me. And it's kind of hard to imagine that the two could be talking, what the, the two could be talking about. Dating an 18-year-old isn't against the law, but Shorty doesn't even remember the Y2K scare. (laughs) What exactly does a grown-ass, world-famous musician have in common with a high school student? And it's like, that's the truth, because it's like, all right, he's been rumored to have been having conversations with a lot of teenage Mm -hmm. acts, like uh, Eleven from uh, Stranger Things. What? Yeah, um, what's her name? Millie Bobby yeah, Brown. Yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah, he, and she was like, "Oh, we're good friends." What? Yeah, he gives. Yeah, she gives me a lot of advice about boys yeah, and stuff like. Yeah. Like, so they late night texting. He's late night texting with a thirteen year old. Like, mm. so like, but it's Drake. And then nobody, but even so, like, Tyga and um, Kylie. Thank you. She was seven, 16? She was 16. But here's the thing. Even younger. I think she Even was like, younger. She started because when she was 15. Yes. Yes. And nobody like blinked twice at that relationship. Because I think he bought her like a car for her 16th birthday, if I'm not right. Hmm. Um, yeah, because I think I saw a video or something that he she first met him while she performed. He performed for her birthday celebration. And it was like a young like probably 15 16 mm-hmm. birthday that she met Tyga but it's like this is nor- well it's not normal it's normalized it's becoming a norm Hollywood. yeah and it's been like that for Hollywood 
So it's like, yeah, destroy the fuck out of R. Kelly, but we need to call out a lot of these other people too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, because but I think R. Kelly is a great start because now with this, oh, absolutely, you know, documentary, there's so many other people that are like, wait, did you see the thing where Chance the rapper found out that like after this documentary he like bigged it up and a lot of people were coming forward a lot of females were coming forward oh yeah you were out the room we talked about that oh, oh yeah, did you, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah you left the room <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah we had talked about that yeah yeah but, um, but that's just hearing like I know you didn't finish watching it so I'm not gonna get too much no, into it no please go but like yo just hearing the things yeah, and I know there are allegations, and people are always say, "Oh, oh, yeah, we do have to say allegedly." Yeah, so allegedly, and but allegations the stories were things so like this. similar. The stories mm. were like yeah, nothing exactly was, the same. Nothing was so. Yeah. nothing was off. Yep. Yeah, and the thing is, and he preyed on young women mm-hmm. from twelve. I don't care if he started messing with them for twelve to say eighteen. Mm-hmm. Then he preyed on women that weren't all there, so to speak, mm-hmm. from 33 to like 40. He preyed on women with uh, mental issues. Yes, yes. that's more. He preyed on yeah. women that have been hurt. Yes. Yeah, that were vulnerable. He played that white knight for them. Yeah, because hurt people hurt upon people. Them. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. said, hurt people hurt people yes. and hurt people also get hurt yeah. by right. other hurt yeah. people. And his because wife, yeah, his wife even has said he was like, ex-wife. you know, ex-wife, excuse me, yes, mm-hmm. his ex-wife even said, you know, he wasn't that smart, right? You know, and how could I not know all this is going on? Exactly, because exactly. of the people enabling him. She said you were too busy. She said you were doing music, you were playing basketball, mm-hmm. you were abusing me. Like where the fuck did you have time to keep yeah. all these? young girls captive like he had it his producer who was an enabler his security guard was an it ran similar it ran similar to a sex trafficking it is it basically it is it really is is. he was the only one benefiting from it that's right but that's the only thing that's the only difference yeah from that and a sex traffic ring but the reason why I had said all that too you know cause part uh five and six really let you know oh the parents are definitely held accountable for this yeah so i agree that the parents are Are held accountable but i'm not gonna put the blame on the parents you know why because i was a teenage girl Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i was 15 16 17 i'm like oh i'm going to the mall but i'm really going to my boyfriend's house you You know what i mean you never Mm -hmm. know like with a teenage girl and when Aaliyah's parents were like oh we were with her 24 7 no you weren't no you weren't weren't with her when she you know what i mean and then when people are like oh the parents should be held accountable for whatever i'm like no fucking r kelly should be held accountable because he's a fucking Pedophile. pedophile. He's yeah. a predator. Basically. He's a predator. He should be held accountable. Like, yes, the you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I mean it's easy to blame the parents now, but I'm sure that the parents have beat themselves up enough yep. over it for mm-hmm. us to be like putting the blame on them as well. It's not their it's R. Kelly's fault. It's no, R. Kelly's it's fault. definitely R. Kelly's because fault. Because if he but, wasn't a but, predator, but I understand what you're yeah. saying because but it's easy to say. I mean, when you have Here's teenagers, but you know who had you, the best ugh. defense to the whole "what about the parents?" Like, mm-hmm. 
question mm. smooth right here. Like he says some shit on Twitter that had me like, yo, you're absolutely fucking right. What? What you said, smooth? Um, I was talking about it at work, and one of my um, coworkers, she's an older older lady. Her kids are grown and everything, and she was like, she's like, well, where are the parents? I was like, well, you never watched the you never watched Animal Planet. I was like, a predator. The first thing they do is separate the kids from the, from parents. the parents. Exactly. I was like, mm-hmm. that's what they do. Yeah. It's hard to sit there. It's easy, but it's it's easy to say, yo, where are the parents? Because like mm-hmm. you said, it's like you're the parent. Right. Right. But and even I had this conversation with my father. He was like, yo, where's the parents? And I'm like, well, you don't. And we had this, you know, kind. Of, it was a conversation because he was like, well, you don't know if they were, you know, working or whatever. And I was like, but the thing is, our kid was at their high school. Right, Dad. Where were you but when no. I was in high school? Let me tell you, you were no, at no. work. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm not talking about. <laughs> you know so you can't say that yeah. you can't go to the where was the parents no, as no, it's no. defense because you want the parents to be parents. But I'm like, but this dude was hanging out at the yeah. high school. I'm not talking about that. Those parents. You're talking about the parents who took like a you parents took for a hundred dollars. No, no, no. Like you asked the for the trial. Size. Yeah. Not even that that's one. A, and as a trial, you want to say, oh, no, that's not my niece. No. Yeah, yeah. No, that's different. You don't recognize your yeah. niece, nigga? Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah okay. They got paid. Bet. Let, yeah. let, let's put that out there. They got paid. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That girl got paid. That's they why he got off. Their, they sold their child. They got, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Nobody can tell me absolutely. that yeah. they got parents paid. didn't sell their child. Yep. Yo, that's my whole point. Why? For two we're We are enabling him to exploit black women ourselves yeah everybody thank you thank you for saying that because for every person that's out there talking about separating the art from the artist crazy i'm not gonna say any names i said it (laughs) i definitely said it and i recount that statement just off the rip and it's a real real slippery slope because they're actually doing it themselves people want to do it because i was I've, i've noticed the same people who was who was separating kanye from his shit I was one of those. They two. was separating Kanye from his shit, and now all of a sudden you watching you watching R. Kelly's and you in disgust, and now it's a conversation of separating R. But you weren't right. having it. You you was backing Kanye, calling him a genius. Right. There's a reason behind right. this. Y'all not seeing what he doing. There's probably a reason. Oh, but now when it comes to R. Kelly, it was like, well, no, nah, y'all, we gotta separate the art. You know, the artist from from the art. Yeah, exactly. The fuck? No, it's like nigga. But when you pick realize, a <laughs> like it's pick a going side, back to what B. I said. It's stick to that. In R. Kelly's situation, when you separate the art from the artist, what you're really doing every time you buy a concert ticket, every time you buy an album or buy a single, you're every time you stream a record, you're not only showing that you're in touch and showing that he's untouchable, but you're adding to his bank account, mm-hmm. which is therefore adding to his crimes. Because how yes. what broke dude can do what he was doing? Not a damn one. Okay. Setting up multiple women in a in a rental property somewhere far away from his home. Yeah. Having yeah. bedrooms in his studios. Yeah. There's no bedrooms in my studio. Right. Yeah. Ain't no bedroom where we are recording right now. It's no. just drums, guitars, pianos, right. keyboards, and like, vibes. This is all a factor of having money. That's a shirt. You know what? We'll talk about that. That's a shirt. <laughs> but this is all this is all factors of having money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you try, when you come to me with that separate the artist, from, the art from the artist bullshit, you're adding to his bankroll, and then that's why when watching that true. art surviving R. Kelly, when that juror said I didn't find him guilty, that's because 
I felt like he felt there was benefiting from R. Kelly. And they, so yeah, he didn't want to call. You know what I'm saying? Man, if you absolutely. don't think that the jurors wasn't on the payroll, the, the judge wasn't on the payroll, you, could, you out your mind, man. But not even that, though. Not even them being on the payroll. I'm talking about them seeing something that we don't see or something that we don't want to see. Right. But you know, and the worst thing about that, and you have a good point, but the worst thing about that is all the people like, but why now? Yeah. What do you mean, why now? When is there a wrong time to talk right. about your sexual abuse? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Right, right, right. They actually right. try to bring Michael Jackson down again, bro. Yeah, I know. And I have an issue with that. I have an I issue with too. that, too. I, I have a but issue with that. Stick it to it's totally our, separate. It's separate. Totally yeah, it's, it's totally two different, different Somebody, Like, an article had posted that, and it was like, um, they said something to the effects of, you know, they're bringing back Michael Jackson's allegations of, like, surviving that, you know, and this you is, know I think surviving was in charge uh, of Michael Jackson. I was like, but... They lied though, right? Not right, and they knows. they actually came out Everybody, and said they and lied. They yeah. came out and said yeah. that they like, lied. What, yeah. The first what victim said, "My here? father put That's me up." That's apples to this. and oranges. Facts. Like, I was like, "So what are we doing this for? Mm-hmm. For what?" I was like, in the, in the bottom line was, I was like, and honestly, I had a conversation with my with one of my boys because he's a big Michael fan, and he was like, "Yo, does he he kind of started questioning his loyalty to Michael?" I was like, "But you gotta understand something. At the end of the day, to bring down Michael was a far bigger feat." Like that was a, more of an accomplishment than it would to be bringing down R. Kelly. I think because Michael Jackson owned far more, right? And there were reasons than, than Michael Jackson. Did. There were right. reasons I mean, that look, they yeah. wanted to bring you down Michael to, Jackson. Like, that was, was the thing was like you know, they Michael, wanted to bring down Michael Prince owned and, shit. Prince owned shit. Right. They out they outsmarted Sony. Like R. Kelly's yeah. so broke. R. Kelly like, don't have enough money to pay for a, a band. Understand that's why there was. There, it's not some. It's not some. Oh, we need to bring because he's got too much. He's got so much global power. No, he's got more power over the black community than he does over anything else. Michael have and Michael and Prince they have power over corporations right and that's Global. why they that's why they were trying to bring but, them exactly. down but, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying exactly. like yo leave Michael alone he, he been but clear coming back to R. Kelly though it's like well not even coming back to R. Kelly coming back to the whole why come out now you can't fucking tell a person that's been raped sexually abused in any type of way or mentally abused what have you when to come out and talk about their abuse. Right. They come out when they're fucking ready. Right. Yeah. And that's if they're ready. Right. right. Yeah. That's and that's the shit that pisses me off too, man. Because it's like, the more and more I was watching that shit, I'm just like, yo. I was telling, I was like, yo, I'm at the fuck R. Kelly up when I see him. Right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm surprised really. the men in the Leah's family ain't do shit. I was like, because they were paid. Facts. Well, her her, her uncle, was. her uncle was her uncle, her father. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like her brother is going through some shit. Oh yeah. I mean, but I'm like, yo, yeah. Her, we would have met that nigga in broad daylight, <laughs> like at the altar. <laughs> I mean, it, it it just makes you mad. And like you said, yo, you know, I'm bringing it back to this. You know, it wasn't just black women that he had hurt. You know, but I'm bringing it to this point where, like, we need to bring it back to where we are really respecting our women. We need to keep showing our women love. When I say our women, I mean black women. We need to show our women the love. We need to show them the respect because it's at the point where they don't even want to be black women anymore. But more than that, or not even more than that, but along with that, we need to protect our women because there's not a lot, there's not enough of us protecting our women yeah mm-hmm. yeah because going back to the accountability thing that we brought up earlier there's so many dudes that'll like they'll see another 
you know, man disrespecting a black woman and say nothing. Nothing at Do all. Do nothing. Facts. They'll just sit back and watch it and be like, yo, that's not my business. That's the problem with black people as it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just minding their business. They could yeah. turn a blind eye quick. Very quick. Right. Like, I can I can attest to, like, personal... I can personally attest to times where I've been in, like, a bar or whatever, and I've seen, like, the drunk dude at the bar being too aggressive with a woman, and I'll just... I'll do one of two things. If there's a female bartender, I'll bring it to her attention. Be like, hey, she's uncomfortable because you go over there and handle that. I like that. Yeah. Or I'll pretend to be her friend. Like, hey, what's up? Like, you don't even have to be confrontational. Yeah, there's yeah. ways to do it if you're smart. Just walk up to a, hey, how you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. And eventually this this drunk dude will get uncomfortable enough to walk away. You just saved somebody's life that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's real out here. Very Jessica real. can tell you, how many times have we been places and I stay there until the last woman gets in her car safely? All the time. I've been What's at up? Van Dome before and it was this young girl. She had to be about 20, 21, if that. You know, and like, y'all been to Van Dome. Y'all know what it's like in Van Dome. Yeah. And like, some dudes are just savages. Absolutely. And then this one girl, very pretty. She's like 2021. 20, she's very pretty. I'm, I'm good. She's, and she's just like, you know, trying to have a good time with her girl. And then this dude just keeps trying to grab her, this and that, this and that. So, you know, me being of a bigger stature, I didn't touch him. I didn't do anything to him. Yeah, but because but I you're said, a big excuse dude. me. Yeah. I said, excuse me to her. I said, excuse me. Do you know these guys? She said no. I said okay. Just come over here with me. Yeah. Yeah. She came over there. Dude was dancing, chilling. I wasn't like you know all up on her in her ear. This and that. Oh, you want this? You want that? No. But this is the thing. They were hawking her the whole time, and then once I came over and did that, I'm like, she's like, you know, I really appreciate that because I didn't know what else to do, and it's not that women don't want to talk to you or whatever when you're in a club. Let them want to just say, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Don't just think you just gonna grab a girl and everything's fine with that. But to support your point, it's not that women don't want to talk to you, but women are already in defense mode this minute they walk out their door. Yes. Yep. Yes. Because of the type of shit that men put them through. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And even I, I can say that I've been, you know, guilty of this with the, oh, why you're not smiling, you know, shit like that. Yeah. They don't want to hear that shit. Period. Like, <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that type of shit is kind of a, for, a form of harassment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, I've been guilty of that. But it's like, when you think about it, like, you know, they have to put on that face mm-hmm. as a form of protection. That fucking yeah. face. And it's like, we had this conversation off the air. It's like, yo, it's really uneven the way this goes because black women have been protecting black men for centuries. Forever. Forever. And 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 black men aren't doing the same unless it's their woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Genesis. Yeah. And I even said this too, like, you know, growing up, I was like, you know, Went to a predominantly mixed type of school, you mm-hmm. know, so some black women I was interested in, but they weren't really into me. And that's something I had to understand when I got older. And it was mostly more women I was talking to 
that were not black mm-hmm. and all the way up into my adult years. And then, you know, I had to really realize, like, you know, and everybody has their preference. You know, I'm not saying that, oh, you have to be with this, you have to be with that. But when they say behind every strong black man is a strong black woman, that is a true sentiment because there is no other woman in this world I feel is stronger than a black woman off the strength of they have to go through the harass. Well, all women have to go through harassment, like you said. All women have to go through, you know, just different trials and tribulations in life like we all do. But for some reason, the black woman, to me, just handles it a little bit better because she'll go through that and still deal with my bullshit. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, defend your bullshit. Exactly. Because what did Kanye say? When he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. And what did he do? I mean, yeah, that's what he did. I could never see myself like yeah, I, I okay. Unseasoned um, chicken is not. Nice. I usually <laughs> <laughs> on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. only in my adult life dated one person, one woman that wasn't black, right? And that was the mother of my son. Right. And even then, like I got cussed out by black women. For dating yeah. a Puerto Rican, all oh, you black men, all y'all do is run to Puerto Ricans, yeah. and da 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 da. I'm like, but it wasn't because she was Puerto Rican. Yeah, we ended up dating because we were friends. Yeah, and it just it was a natural progression. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. even even you know not to go too far into why we broke up, mm-hmm. but I remember after we broke up, we didn't speak for a while and then when we finally became amicable again sorry, mm-hmm. she says I just figured you left because you wanted to go back, you wanted to date a black woman again mm-hmm. yeah. and that hit because I was like, Sweet. even you know during the time that her and I were dating I was still black women are this and black women are that and I'm dating a Latina woman this entire time and now you know, I'm back with a black woman. Yeah. And I used to say, oh, I can't date a black woman because I, I can't deal guy. with that. No, no. I will say this. And that was just the young ignorance in me. I would say, oh, I can't date a black woman because I can't deal with the attitude. And that was it. And you know why I couldn't deal with the attitude? Because I wasn't strong enough to deal with the attitude. Say with your chest. Um, say with uh, your chest. At that I time. they call fragile masculinity. Yeah. And that was an insecurity. <laughs> that was an insecurity within myself that I had to realize. And I was like the opposite because like I heard that stereotype, you know, throughout my life. And I was never the one to be like, yo, I never had an issue with the attitude. My like my cynicism was always like, yo, every woman got an attitude. Mm. Like every woman crazy. It's just a different you just gotta find a every person type is of crazy. crazy you gotta you wanna you wanna deal with. And I remember saying that in front of my mom, who's obviously a black woman. Shout out to my mama, Angela Davis. <laughs> not not the Yo. not the Angela Davis that's on FBI watch. You know. Shout out because she out. still gets pulled over in the in the uh, Yo, I know. Now and then for um Yo. On, in the airports for that. As a, as a side <laughs> conversation when <laughs> I terrible. Yeah. when uh your mom emailed me about the whole photo thing. When yeah. I saw that name come across, I was yeah. like, Who 
It's, it's funny because somebody, <laughs> yeah, because somebody on Twitter who actually spoke to Angela was at like a, a conference with Angela, the Angela Davis, like found Doctor her on Twitter, Angela. yeah, Doctor and like Davis. mistaken her for, and she was like, "You got the wrong Angela Davis," but like I remember talking about that topic, like of attitudes and, and black women and, and whatever, and her, she has a friend who's Italian, and I was like, you know, I was like, y'all, you know, you all crazy. Or whatever I was like y'all got attitudes you know it's just it's just different variations and they both laughed and they was like you know he right and I was like but I you know it, it always killed me because I was like I never really got that whole black women attitude like I never really took that as a thing as to why you know I shouldn't be with them or why you know I would have a hard time mm-hmm. being with them it was just like yo you just gotta be ready for it I guess yeah. in a sense but um I know you know now it's just you know I'm just like yo, you just really gotta protect them and everything like that, and 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 understand them and listen to them, and and I, like you said, you gotta protect them in every way. And like how Latif was talking about these bar mm-hmm. instances, you know, he's met my friend, my Michelle. Yeah, that's how we have to. That's yeah, because differentiate. I remember one day uh, my we, lady's name is Michelle. Yeah. He has a friend named Michelle, friend so named we always Michelle, go so my we Michelle. We have to go yeah. my Michelle, and we was at a bar one night, and as soon and I'm a very observant person when I'm in environments and. We was at a bar and there was this 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 guy sitting at the bar with us that we sat down and he was like eyeing her mm. from the moment like we sat down and so I noticed but I ain't say nothing to her and I was just kind of like and she was on my left and I was in between them two and I was just kind of like all right so now I was like if anything I know I know who to keep my eye on them right and at, at some point she ended up telling you know because she was like. And she sent me a text. She was like, this dude has been like, I was like, yeah, no, I know. I've been watching him. I've been watching him. (laughs) Don't you worry about that. Yeah, and that's the moment we sat down, Mm -hmm. I caught him. Because I, like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you You know know if you're observant enough. If you're observant observant enough. And the thing with me is, like, and my mom has always prided me. She's like, you're very observant, even with the small shit. And, like, and a lot of my friends have even said that. I was like, you notice, like, the weirdest shit. So, like, the smallest shit, like, that don't nobody. And I'm like, it's just, I don't know what it is. Like some you just pay attention to detail. I just pay attention to shit. Like, yeah, like, I just pay attention to detail. For me, it's my anxiety. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because when I go into public, Places I'm always watching to see who's going to be the one to fuck up my good time. I feel. Yeah. I think it's because, for me. I think it's because my dad's a cop and he has his right. And his, he had, like he can't if we go into for a while. And I just found this out probably when I was like six. I had to be in high school and I found this out because a lot of the times he would always pick the seat where he was facing the door. Yep. Absolutely. I, what did I, I do? What did I do today? I do the same and thing. I what never did I do understood today? that until That's the Malcolm like, X. Yeah. And I was like, yo, why you do that? He's like, just in case something pops off. Right. You have to know. He's like, I have, you to, have to know see every everything. exit. So now I do that. Yeah. And my friends have caught on. Yeah. It was like, I and know you, know you what? like to sit here because you like to see what's going on. And my on. brother yeah. is a cop. Well, was a cop. He's an investigator now. But mm-hmm. my brother was a cop. And he taught me the same exact thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go into a place, you always face the door. Yeah, and, and if you can't face the door, then you at least make sure the door is in your peripheral vision. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm always in a corner where I'm like right in a corner. Yeah. And I could see the door. And I see everything around me. Right. Because right. I never like to have my back turned around. I crowd. never yeah. like having my back turned to a crowd. Especially if I'm in, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were in Famous earlier. Shout out to Famous Pizza. Yes. Went right to the back. Yes. Went right to the back. That last booth. Mm -hmm. And made sure that I could see my surroundings. Because I'll keep it real with you. When we walked in, three dudes walked in. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad that I got to look at our people like that. But three dudes walked in. I'm like, all right, they seem a little off. But luckily, they ended up moving or whatever. But, but I'm you just know like, what? Like, it's funny because I, I credit my anxiety for saving my life a lot of times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I'll be like, and like, okay, let's just say hypothetically, mm-hmm. if I went out to your birthday thing last night. Yeah. The entire time, I'm watching the entire room. Yeah. So, if I see something is about to pop off, mm-hmm. be like, yo, we about to be out. Thanks. Yeah. I did if that I shit. see somebody get a little too aggressive in their conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, it's time to be out. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I was in SBC out in Milford. Oh, wow. Uh, one of my homegirls. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, they're dancing and having a good time. And I'm just sitting back and I'm watching the room. Chicken and dancing. And it wasn't, but it wasn't even us. It was <laughs> yeah, white I people. I know. Yeah, I know. And, you know, they were getting into, a, you know, a little bit too aggressive with their dancing and stuff like that. White people get rowdy, too. And I, yeah, no, they get rowdier than us in most cases. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I do. I can tell stories. Right. That's for another case. And um, I just remember, because, like, she was dancing and having a good time. And I was like, yo, come over here. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, why? I was like, trust me. Yeah. Come over here. And yeah. seconds later, a fight broke out. And yeah. if if I didn't tell her to come over to where she I was, she would have been in it. Funny story, because I had the same story, the same instance when I was at Bowie uh, for college my freshman year. We had a step show after party. And my uncle, who was a, he was a cop in Salisbury, Maryland at the time, he told me, he was like, yo, PG County. He was like, you know, stay mindful. <laughs> he's like, if you see, he's like, from then, but. It's again. It's noticing things like we had a step show after party. Joel's came through, and I was we was at the the party, and I'm like, yo, there's more people in this party that have been in camp on campus all week. Yep. I was like, okay, that's sign number one that some shit could pop off. Yep. Then Joel's comes and he was like, yo, you know, he was doing skull gang. He was like, yo, rep your set. Some hands went up. I'm like, time to go. I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. But it's time but to go. I didn't see about three, four different sets go up. <laughs> we got to start making our move to the door. Yep. So they play, and then somebody had told me um, when I first stepped on scene, it was like, "Yo, go go." It's like you know, they it's a thing, yeah. thing out there. Is you know, it's whatever. But it was like, "Yo, it's kind of gotten a little bit aggressive." And so that's when I was like, "Oh, so it's kind of like knuck if you buck." For or us. fuck the mother nigga. Yeah. So as soon as you heard that record, you knew a fight was yeah. gonna break down. And so break some go go pops off, and I see one dude hike up his jeans and throw up his fist. I was like, "Yo, let's go." I got just to back up. You just reminded me of a time. I, was, <laughs> I, was I like, can joke about this, this now because obviously I lived through it. But yeah. uh, back in the day when the East End was beef and was the North End. Mm. Um, I forget it was Deuce One. I think Five Point or something. It was Five Five Point and Deuce One. Yeah, like I'm. I was born and raised on the East End, and then moved to the North End. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So I was like, I never claimed a side of town. I'm just Bridgeport, as far as I'm concerned. That's how I see it as well. But um, I just remember me being in a house party on the North End, right? Because the story at the time was, you know, my my boy's little sister wanted to go to this party. And her parents was like, nah, you can't go unless your brother goes with you. And because I was already there, he was like, yo, let's go to this party. And we was just like, all right. So it was a bunch of us in there. And now, mind you, 
me and my other boy, I'm not going to say his name, mm-hmm. but me and my other boy, we're the only two dudes in this entire party from the East End. Like, he still lives over there. I'm from there. And they in the party, they in the party, they screaming, Northern. And then my boy, being young and stupid, goes, Eastern. And I'm like, well, I can't let him go out on this fucking cliff by himself. I mean. So I'm in there. Now, mind you, we're the only two in this entire house screaming East End. No security. The lights went off. <laughs> certified gangsters start playing. Oh, shit. Mind you, this is 2004. Mm-hmm. The lights go off. Certified gangsters start playing. He gets hit in the face. <gasps> and then stops. He goes, yo, stop the music. Music stops. Like, it was like a fucking movie when the record skipped. It's like, yo, I ain't trying to fight everybody. But the one that hit me... (laughs) (laughs) Just... Come forward. He come forward. (laughs) They looked around. They laughed and the lights went back off. Me and him, basically, we're in this basement party getting fucked up. Like, I got tased somehow. (laughs) <laughs> what kind of party was you at yeah. play cuz yeah. ain't no tasers at my event uh, let me show up out here but wait but going back but going back to the topic yeah because I if had someone not stepped in I would have also been stabbed but the person that stepped in was a black woman come on now when she saw this dude pull the knife out of his pocket she then jumped into the fight to protect me. Shoutouts to y'all. So calling back to the original point of this conversation. Why y'all got so yeah. much magic? Ooh, I like that though. I like Why y'all got so that. much magic? <laughs> but it's like. Magic. I'm trying. And that's spelled J-I-K. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, but seriously, like, I probably would. Like, actually, this, this person, not to get too dark, but she has saved my life on two occasions. Shit, man. She has saved my life on two occasions. Once when I almost got stabbed at this party. Second time, not to get too dark, and I'm gonna brush past this real quick when I tried to kill myself. She was the one to stop me. Wow. Well, shout to her. Yeah. Yeah. You're here her. now. Right. Right. We got you shout here to on her. this R&B podcast. <laughs> Plus like a yeah. thousand other things that right. he's doing. <laughs> right, right. I'm busy. Hash, that's the hashtag for 2019. I'm busy. Yes, we do love you, black women, because you know at least the three of you know the four of us in this room. Brownski, you know I love your And even our engineer. Um, you know, yeah, we, you know, we we appreciate the you know women in general and specifically black women for their. Because you know, yeah. I mean, and, and it shaped, and you know, you know how you know black women felt unappreciated when they realized they couldn't be black women anymore. And when yeah, I say I this, I remember you saying that. Yeah, like, please and, expound on that. Yeah, because like you know, Sinbad said it best. Black women were always known for having asses. When did this whole thing happen? When black women getting plastic surgery? Mm. You know what I mean? So women getting this plastic surgery. Trying to be a quote unquote Barbie doll, shot at Nikki, doo, doo, doo. and you know, when 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 will they? We need to let our women know, like you said, we need to protect them. That's key. They need to be protected. 
and we need to continue to uplift them. And that's why every morning when I text my my girl, I say, good morning, queen. So do I. I say, good morning, queen. <laughs> I'm trying to get like y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to get like y'all. And, 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 she'll, and she'll say to me, she'll be like, well, you know, you don't have to do this every there's morning. There's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. I don't just say, good morning, queen. I say, good morning, my queen. Yeah, I do. Oh, I say, good morning, Because there's a difference between referring to a woman as queen and referring to a woman as your queen. Yeah. There's a difference there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better talk about it on yeah. this podcast you know, episode. But that, you know, it's a different conversation for mm -hmm. a different episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the word queen has just become, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yes, mm -hmm. it's been overused. It's been devalued because it's yes. been used so much. Yes. Like, at one point, yes, the woke community was referring mm -hmm. to women as queens because they felt like they deserved that. But when the... Fuckboy community caught caught on to that. <laughs> they start using the same shit. They try to get, and they start masking themselves as these woke dudes because some of these. There's a lot of Jessica could tell you. I'm sure your lady could tell you. It's a lot of fuckboys masquerading as woke dudes. I like mm -hmm. to call it perpetrating yes. fraud. Perpetrating entire fraud. Perpetrating the funk. Yes. Let's keep it real. <laughs> perpetrating the mm -hmm. funk. And, yeah. you know, they show up and, you know, they hoteps, so to speak. I don't know if anybody mm -hmm. has seen mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Dear White People. Hello. Oh, my God. But there was a whole episode about... He caught me off guard. I was shook. Yeah. Was there was like, a whole episode no. about the hotep dude he was you know, too good. Yeah, he was oh, like. He had What was her name? In, uh, was uh, it, it starts with a J. I know. It was, Shit. Fuck. Damn. Keep, keep talking. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the the character, the main character of this particular episode, um, you know, she was dating this this woke dude who just happened to be a fuckboy. Yeah. And woke in a woke dude's cl you know clothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of that going around, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you can't... Like, I even had to... Unless I know you personally, I don't even just refer to just random women as queen anymore. Yeah. Because they've caught on to this word. Joel. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. I wanted to say Jody. But, mm -hmm. yes. That was a Joel episode. Shout out to her. And shout out to the whole Dear White People. I hated Dear White... The, the first couple of episodes of Dear White People. Because I love the movie so much. Mm -hmm. And then I started to love the show. But um, another episode. But yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fuckboys yeah. out there just yeah. fucking it up. Yeah. And then, how about this though? You know, not only with the allegations of R. Kelly. Yeah, the allegations of AJ. You have the allegations Speaking of, of yeah, the guy wait, wait, that... Um, that uh interviewed him. Terrain. Now I want to bring this up. Right? This is and I'm glad you said that because that brings up a different issue. Because one of the bigger issues when it came to surviving R. Kelly is people were like, Oh, why hasn't this person spoke out? Why hasn't that person spoke out? Why hasn't this person spoke out? Because when you speak out, people start to look into your dirty laundry too. Sure. This is why so many other people are afraid to fucking speak out. And that's because why if they you have think NDAs. about it, but the, but yeah, the, when you think about it, because let's let's go over statistics. One in every five women has been sexually abused at some point in her life, whether it be just uh, 
harassment, whether it be rape, whether it just be touched the wrong way, so on and so forth. Every one in every five women is a victim of sexual misconduct. Yeah. So that means that men all over the place, like, are, you know, not the victims, but um, wearing masks. Wearing masks, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because they're out there, they're perpetrating these fraud. They're, 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 you know, they're the committing these crimes against women. And this is why they're not speaking out. Because it's like I can't call you a rapist because I know I did this thing. Yeah. Just yesterday. Yeah. So Torre was like, okay, boom, let's call out R. Kelly. But then some one woman, some woman that worked with him, was like, uh, "Wait a minute, you sexually harassed me." Right. She was like, "I just think it's funny." <laughs> now you know. Hold up. <laughs> the are. side note. You know you fucked up if your girl starts a sentence with, I just think it's funny how. Yep. <laughs> because she, 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 it wasn't, it just, it I'm wasn't sure one myself. instance. She, your woman is already like, yo, that gathered that, evidence. Yeah. There's screenshots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's like so much evidence against you. She just chose that particular moment I've been to call you out. I've been, yes, I've it been. It wasn't the, even my girl, but I have <laughs> been there where my boy was getting called out, and I was like, nigga, let me tell you something. <laughs> you are in trouble. Just trouble. 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 I was like, I'm going to just tell you this right now. Just answer truthfully. Yeah. Because yeah. she already Because she already knows the truth. She already yeah. knows. Don't yeah. fucking lie. She already knows the truth. She, had called she just wants you yeah. to acknowledge the truth. She called yeah. me. Period. She called me one Facts. night and she was like, is is and she used his full name. And I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> For Wait. shame. I was like, y'all okay. been together a whole you know two years and I ain't never heard you say his full name. I thought you never knew it until today. I was like, okay. I told him, I was like, yo, your girl wants you to call her. When we get situated, he was like, "Yo, tell her to call me." I was like, "You ain't in the position, nigga. I don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are not you in the exactly. position. You are nigga. not in the position right now, nigga. You. Call I don't her even think you can even once do that. we get things situated. <laughs> I suggest you call her because she knows everything. She knows everything. 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 I was you just like, need to but come I was shook. Had me checking my whereabouts like she was Jeez. in the vicinity. <laughs> I was like, back to the subject. <laughs> She, she was like, where is he? I was like, well, he's right behind me. I was like, where are you? Are you here? Because shit. <laughs> In my defense, it had nothing to do with me. I As was, usual, we have gone on a tangent. <laughs> but back to the, the subject. Like, yeah, Torre was uh, called out for his sexual harassment upon uh, one of his fellow employee, I forget the company they worked at together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he would, she actually showed screenshots of the text conversations uh-huh. they would have. Damn. Uh-huh. And he was just saying all kinds of wild shit. Yeah. And then tried to, oh, then tried wow. to hit her with yeah. the, but you know I was only playing. Yeah. Oh, they love that. That tried to like discredit the whole, like, you know I was just playing. But you no, know what? You wasn't. Because but if I responded honestly, the wait. way that you thought I was going to respond, exactly. it wouldn't have been a joke. Because like, a whole different way. It would have been a whole different subject. Because exactly. the fact Come of the matter on. is, I don't know one man that is not guilty of the say. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I see. But I don't know too many men that are not guilty of the saying something 
when they were quote unquote just playing. Right. Because you just wanted to see, you wanted to test the waters. Mm-hmm. How yeah. far you can go. I, yeah. I right. Admit, I but was, you know what? I was guilty of that. But I, I think comparing that compared to R. Kelly is no, that, yeah, totally te- different. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. R. Kelly, of course. Like, it's totally sexually. different. It's like comparing apples <laughs> and oranges. Yeah. yeah. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, and this going back to what I was saying, a lot of people are scared to come forward because they, they've done some shit themselves that they can be called out yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it just be like something as mild as sending the wrong picture message. Right. Or saying the wrong thing. Right. Because, yes, sometimes, yes, we've been guilty of saying something to somebody that we thought we were that comfortable with, but we weren't that damn comfortable with. Right. Right, right, right. But I think that goes back to like the circle that you keep. You know what I mean? Like if you keep a group of good people around you, they're gonna be like, bro, you can't send dick pics just randomly. Like, yeah, unsolicited dick pics. Unless she requested. Yes. Exactly. Pause. Don't send it. But wait. Don't send it. I don't, don't know if my boys are sending dick pics. No, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I I mean no, my like, boys is. Listen, like, listen, one I, of my boys accidentally fucked up and sent us uh, on Snap. Oh, <laughs> and, no. and, and, it became, and I'll be right back after these messages. It became a thing where now we was in a moment where they was like, all right, so who's going to be the one to tell this nigga? And of course, because, <laughs> like, he posted it to the storyboard, right? And, I, and, you, and this was at the time where Snap wasn't letting us preview it first. <laughs> so I had clicked and I was like, oh my God, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't mean to type this one. This wasn't, wasn't I wasn't ready. Oh my God. So, oh my God. <laughs> so now, like, I hit up all my boys. I was like, yo, did y'all see. You know, did y'all see such and such snap? And it was like, yo, I just seen it. So now it was like a conversation between us is like, Like, who's going to be the one to tell him? Now, for me and my group, I'm the one who's like, no hold bar, honest, has no filter, is the one who has no no shame in going there. So I was like, well, fuck it. I guess it's on me now. So I was like, hey, yo, bro, you do know that ad button is for the public, right? I was like, I think you meant to send that to your girl. He was like, what you mean? I was like, your two, it's, your it's, two pieces on there for the public right now. I was like, I, 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 I see your vision. I see what you was trying to achieve, but we, 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 we didn't ask for it. No one sent Ooh. for this. So there's that. But I have been there. I don't, I don't know why this just brought up something different for me because um, that's also in a form of sexual harassment. Like Facts. sending unwarranted. dick pics to Unsus- sending unwarranted dick pics unwarranted. is a form of sexual harassment. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, like you said, unless she specifically asked for it, and women normally don't. We don't. Um, the only woman that ever wants to see your dick pic is the woman that is with you. That is true. <laughs> period. Point blank and period. If any man is listening. The only woman in your life that wants to see the dick pic is the woman that is with you. If a woman that is not wait, there's a sub there's a subtext to that. Yes. If a woman asks for your dick pic and you are not together and you send it, just know that your dick pic is in her group chat now. Yeah. And they are laughing at you. 
I'm blessed. Huh? Listen, I don't want to know you like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't want to get dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> But the, 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 the I, was, I, was, I was watching Wild Hogs. Earlier. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the fact is, Lawrence. yes. Um, unless you are in a committed relationship with the woman, with the recipient of mm. that dick pic, if the if you're asking, should I send this? The answer is always no. Yeah, and to touch on that because you know we ain't touching in my young pause. No joke. Yes. Go ahead. Pause. Now to touch on that in my adolescent years of life what year was this uh, I want to say not adolescent but more 2018? so 2018 uh, <laughs> 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 two weeks ago uh, nah Ooh. nah so like you know what I'm saying maybe like 21 okay 21 19 oh god <laughs> so you know I was you know talking to this girl or whatever and she was like yeah I want to know if you uh uh, hanging or slacking or some, something like that. Whatever. The fuck? And she has to see it. And she was like, oh, okay. You know, she said more, but I'm not even going to get into that. And, you know, after that, you know, not knowing and being ignorant, you know, I thought it was okay to send those type of pictures to different women. And it's not okay. No. It's not okay at all. And <laughs> I had to find out once I, you know, got a paragraph like, who do you think I am? Like, what type of this and that? Da, da, da. And after that, and this was like probably like 23, 24. I stopped just sending un. Yeah, you should just just you know. say no. Yeah. Unless it's your lady. Just yeah. say no. Period. Yeah. That's uh Rule of thumb. Agreed. Right. The answer is always no to the dick pics. Yeah. Yes. Um <laughs> Yes. Um, we've been talking for a while. Is there any other subjects that we want to talk about yes. before we get to the last call? The genuineness, and that's probably not even a word. I don't think that is a word. And back to the uh, Pied Piper. And I'm going to say that. I'm not going to call him the other name. I'm going to call him the Pied Piper. Let's call him what he is. Right. Okay. Uh, Rape Kelly. <clears throat> oh, yes. <laughs> that's Facts. even better. Rape Facts. Kelly, a.k.a. the Pied Piper. Or the Pied Piper, a.k.a. Rape Kelly. Mm-hmm. Whichever one do. Allegedly. Catch out the bag. So... How do y'all feel about Omarion saying, oh, yeah. I wanted to bring that up, too. That's what Thank I was you. Thank you for about. the alley-oop. Thank yes. you for the alley-oop. The women, the women you know, after seeing this. Wait, 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 wait. Could I, could I, could I, could I? Yeah, good. Thank you for the alley-oop. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Because this, I, I completely forgot about that. But, yes, we are eventually on the podcast all starting our own segments. And per request of Lucky Lefty over here. I am uh, brushing the dust off of Seems Legit. Hey. So the first Seems Legit of 2019 goes to Omarion. Mm. Because, oh. and you know what? I was I became a victim of the moment, and it was Jess that brought me <laughs> down, you know, back to reality. So thank you, Jess. No because um, if you look at the uh, our Instagram, at the R&B podcast, um, I posted it when, you know, the headline says Omarion has agreed to no longer um, perform any mu- any music written by R. Kelly. And I was clapping him up. And I in, even in the caption, it says, because I didn't change anything after I had learned the truth. In the caption, it says Omarion is on the right side of history with this. And Jess called me out and was like, no, nah, it's bullshit. 
Because if you read the actual article, it says he is going to continue, or B2K as a whole is going to continue singing R. Kelly written music after the tour. Because it's all his, all their hits. Because right, no, all their hits were written hit. by R. But Kelly. Yeah. But all I the mean, hits. It was like three or four songs. It wasn't no, even it's like. It's more than that. Bump, 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 it was girlfriend. Like, girlfriend and like what you what want. What a girl wants. What a girl, what a girl wants. wants. Yeah, some of their biggest hits. There weren't very many, but it was the biggest hits. But like his, yeah. the ones that. They the were the biggest that, hits. That people are coming to see. Are written by R. Kelly. The fans want to hear was written by R. Kelly. But then my thing is like, I'm thinking. I mean, and this is just an assumption, but I'm assuming that for the B2K tour, the majority of the people that are going to be there are going to be women in their 30s. Absolutely. Right? Late 20s, early 30s. Exactly. So if B2K releases a statement saying, you know, due to the recent R. Kelly documentary, um, we've decided not to perform the songs that he's written you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure the majority of their fans are going to understand and going to be like, okay, no, they're you not. don't think so? I disagree so? with you I because the not. same women that are going to see this for these songs mm-hmm. are the same women that still show up to R. Kelly concerts. Yes. Okay. And I, I actually posted a poll. I think it was on, was it on the, Instagram? The Insta, it was on Instagram. I was like, yo, who's worse? The women who support R. Kelly, who still support R. Kelly, or the men who still support R. Kelly? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I posted it on our on the R and B podcast. Yep. Um, joint, and I it was like it was fifty fifty split. Um, I didn't get a chance to do it on my personal one, but you know I was actually having to sit down with my sis and I asked her. I was like, "So who do you think?" Because she's very vocal about these things, and and she was like, "It's definitely the women are worse." Yeah, she's like hands down. She goes, "The women who because he good who still support him." Are, yeah. are worse than because the the women are know, the ones that were victim right. shame right exactly. you know what I mean like, yeah like, was like, and that was one of the things I did y'all were fast about. when y'all were 15 like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about like have y'all never been 15 years old like why are we acting like we've never been teenagers and like we've all been these angelic fucking come right. on like none of us have, were none always of us exactly yeah, we we've been parents. doing where crazy we shit and just like I've lied to my parents about where I was going so it's like yo you can't really say oh yo there's it's, it's, it's a sense of being fast yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's, like, oh, it's a sense of being, being a teenager. You're a teenager. <laughs> and then the and as a grown-ass man, yeah. you need to know what the fuck is right from wrong. You're a grown-ass you man. Know. These are young, impressionable teenagers. When I was a teenager, if R. Kelly would have came to me or any of my friends, we would have been like, oh, shit. Like yeah, R. Kelly. yeah, because it's even, because even because in high school. Because it's a name. Hold on. It's, even, even when I was like a uh, freshman in high school, mm-hmm. And girls were freshmen. They had dudes like 17, 18 coming to pick them yeah. up, doing cars and things yeah. like that. Absolutely. So, I you know, remember I could I remember like, my freshman year, I couldn't get a girl to save my life. Cause they was all trying to date <laughs> the seniors. Older. The ones that were or driving. Their boyfriends were already in college. college yeah. yeah. So I'm like, and 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 to them and to them individuals, them guys, I was like, oh well, you can't like it's hard to tell now. I'm like, nigga, the fuck it is. I was like, you can tell when one ain't you can of age. Ain't listen. of age. I remember if, if you listen and if you pay attention. Like I remember, you know. I was I was hollered at at by a girl, um, one day, one night actually, and she mm-hmm. was in the car, and I was like, okay, so I came over, and there was an older lady in the car with her, so I was like, you know, it must be mom, because I was like, maybe she's shy, whatever. They want to say nothing. Her mom was just being mm-hmm. mom, and she was like, oh no, like. You know, like I'm her teacher, and I was mm-hmm. like, 
Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm 24 at the time. Right. I got a perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, I, teacher. Just, <laughs> yeah. Hold up. Just, just real quick. Just yeah. real quick. <laughs> and I remember like when I was working in the mall, right? Yeah, and it was this all. girl, you know, crazy body, all this other stuff, you know. And I saw her, you know, I didn't try to holler her like, yo, hey, what's up? Like, um, you have a phone? I said something crazy like, "Oh, you got a phone service this and that? You should get this." Da, da, da. I said, "Oh, I don't think I can. I'm 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 15." I said, "Oh, okay." And then the dudes asked me, he's like, "Yo, what happened with her?" I was like, "Bro, she's 15." He's like, "She's 15?" Facts. Now, body-wise, I didn't think she was 15. I thought right. she was a grown woman. Right. And I was like 22, 23 at the time. Yeah. I thought she was a grown woman. Mm. But if you really look at you it, look at them at the actual atmosphere when you stop sexualizing yeah. the woman, you know what they are. 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 That's why, like, no, I'm not. I'm I, not for one just... that's like, oh, you can't tell because these girls dress like they grown. I'm like, but at the end of the day, their mentality right. will tell you who the exactly. what age they fucking are. Can I can I yeah, interject okay. right here? Yeah, because I, I got two points to make just off of what you just said. Number one. To support this conversation or this particular part of the conversation, if you haven't already heard it, Google a song by Jill Scott called Thickness because it's about this particular situation specifically in which she's talking about a woman who, uh, a girl who has a thick body, like the body of a woman, but you can see the inexperience in her face. And, w- and men are looking at her as if she is a grown ass woman. Send me this link. Yeah, I, I definitely will. But to to your point, to counteract your to counteract or support your point, when you're having a conversation, well, when a male like that, right, has a conversation mm-hmm. with a young girl that has the body of a grown woman, and if they continue to still have that conversation once they realize how inexperienced she is through context of conversation, and they continue that. It's because they are mentally on the same level as that young girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's wow. why they continue to do the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's just that. Yeah. They do say that, you know, men, uh, sorry, women mature faster than men. But there's. I'll, but I think those men definitely deserve to continuously be called out because that's not I mean just because your mental is the same oh, as absolutely. a young female that doesn't mean that like you're on the same level like you're way older than her she's a minor like yeah. but come on this, come on that's a legality right there that's yeah phenomenal. man there are too many women come on like you know that's something that you have to work within yourself if you can't handle a strong woman like a woman your own age that matches you know what I mean <laughs> her mental matches her age like absolutely if you can't deal with that then that's an issue that you have to deal with if and you're attracted to younger women then that's just something about your mental yeah, like, and I'm a music head so like I'll ask musical questions mm-hmm. like I remember I was um, talking to one girl and I was like yo where were you when like the no strings attached album came out <laughs> Like that's just how I am, or like, yo, where were you when the Chronic came out? Like, You're so where, like, where were, like, where were <laughs> right. you when this album hit? Right. And I actually asked, her, I was like, yo, where were you? Like, where, like, where, where were you at when the Chronic album dropped? Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, that? like I was like a sophomore in high school. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's just how I do things because it's like, yo, there's because like just to, for me, it's like it's too it's. 
right now at this particular time is too touching go. It's too scary. It's like, yo, I'm not trying Listen. to get caught up in this shit. So mm-hmm. to do whatever. But you got to know already. like where people stand. But but you know like what? with me, if I meet a dude, I'm not going to be like, where were you doing? I'm going to be like, what you think about... Well, I mean, that's a different. Oh, well, that's 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 a whole different. <laughs> that's, that's after. You well, that's like after we established that but, we can do this. Yeah, we, right. But it's right, like now it's like I'll okay, where yeah. are you with this? But you know I'm the yeah. type of person. I'll can we up, pass this threshold? Real quick. I'll straight up ask what year you were born. Okay, like I'm yeah. 34. Okay, and if like obviously I don't do I'm, I'm in a committed relationship, so I don't have to go through this anymore. But Shout like that. when I was single, yes. and I'd be like, hey, what year were you born? As soon as I hear 1990. Right. Conversations over. <laughs> My decade don't get no love. Oh, That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I just look. I just have no business. I feel you. We did. dealing with someone that was born in the nineties. I hate. That's just I how hate, I feel. I hate dealing with girls that that's born in the nineties. So I don't even blame. I used to feel that same. I dated way. several girls that was in the eighties, and here I am, ninety one. If I hear eighty yeah. something, I'm still kind of shaking. Like, I'm like, oh well, yeah. okay, let's go to a new edition concert together yeah. then, because you don't understand yeah. where I'm coming from with this. I mean, that's the thing too. When you're dating a young woman, whether you know you're not that much further in age, there are some differences you're gonna have. Like you know, Emily, we have some differences in music. You know, she uh, doesn't really listen to hip hop like that, and that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. But you know. When I asked her one time, where was she at when a certain song came out with something? I don't even remember what it was. She was like, I was nine. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Yo, only starting the show. But we're only like four or five years apart. So, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so now. There's a threshold. You know what I'm saying? There's now. But I was like, yeah. damn, you was nine, nigga. Damn. Like, that's <laughs> crazy. I was like. Yeah, those conversations can get my, awkward. But yeah. My knees crack when I get up. Word, yo. Like, you know. <laughs> but, um. We can continue talking all night. Um, <laughs> it's been a vibe. Mm-hmm. Y'all got y'all last calls. You already know mine's been sent to DJ D Dub. Yeah, we good. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll, t- I'll start off. The Bible says it was first to be <laughs> like, last. So and I'm I want to be first, first last. <laughs> <laughs> what? Miscreants? We are African Americans. <laughs> this ain't even God. my church. I saw this on MySpace. You know what? <laughs> I want first DW Sunday. to go first. First Sunday. Yeah, you okay. Know, he, 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 he deserves. He, he you deserves. He deserves. He been he been holding us down. Yeah, yeah, shout out DJ. Shout out DJ. Because he been dropping. Wait, 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 wait. Before we even get into the 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 last calls, uh-huh. what do y'all have going on? Because I know DW has been rocking some parties lately. Oh, word! And we ain't getting no texts. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah he man, he doesn't even text it's, us it's, it's when the, he has shows it's coming up. It's the busiest up. night of the week for artists. You know, no Fridays. If you feel like going bowling, that's all it is. Bowling? Yeah. Come on, it's, it's, brother. It's, it's, it's East Haven's cool community. Okay. Circle bowling lanes, when? AMF, every Saturday. Every Saturday? Mm. Okay. Every that's, Saturday. It's going to be nonstop. That's a so. date night. That's yeah. a date night. Yeah, that does, that does sound like that's a date, a date night. night. That, I like that that's idea. That's a date night. I got somebody mm-hmm. I can call. Look at you providing them, them date night vibes. Yeah. Come on, brother. You yeah. see, this is you. You could have been throwing that. us the alleys. Come on, we could have all had our ladies out at <laughs> out, out, the, here, out the lane. I'm out here trying to trying to complete the the, the trifecta because everybody else in this room is booed up, and you, here yeah. I am. I go back home to Netflix. <laughs> but you try. I mean, <laughs> done. <laughs> um, I'm out. 
You got anything else going on, DW? Post Rome every Wednesday. Yo, hey. yeah. That's what it is. Hey. Talk about Where that? Where that? Where that? Longest running yes. Poets Realm Bridgeport Creates every Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. From yes, 8.30. Yes, 8.30. Not 9.30, not 10 o'clock. 8.30 to 11. Say it with your chest. Yeah, because, you know, people just like to come when they feel like coming. And then put their name on the list. You know, black. I want to be. I just. I want to be going home sometimes. Yeah. Um, but this but Wednesday yes. is a slam. This is the the prequel to the um, Peabody Slam. Yeah. This so is where the Connecticut poets are going to be. The heavy hitters are going to be out. The heavy hitters are going to be out. They're going to be at Poetry this Wednesday. Sucker. Yes, that's definitely going to be dope. I like that. All right, so we're gonna go around the room. Lefty, what you got coming up? Uh, there's some big changes happening. Um, might be starting a new job in a new place. Turn up, yes. turn up, turn up. Yeah, so I'm gonna get my weekends back. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, hopefully, you know. Shout uh, out to that. Shout out to that. You know, spending some more time with my lady. Hey, um, who's out here for my birthday? <laughs> By the way, anybody uh want to come out on Tuesday night to uh Four Corners? I will be there celebrating my birthday, doing karaoke. my favorite karaoke songs. And hopefully you may even get back together LSD. for one night only. Listen. L-S-D. Technically, <laughs> LSD is back together every other Sunday. Excuse me. For the listeners, every other Tuesday. <laughs> because we have a podcast together. But I'm talking about, <laughs> but you know. If the, if, if the people are requesting. That's what they request. If they are if the they, people requesting, or is Lefty? Nah, the people are requesting. <laughs> you know, nah. But you know, when we step up in the joint, they be like, "Yo, you better be doing something." I'm like, "I'm just here to." They drink. say that's you. Nah, they don't say, make it about yeah. me. I'm just there to drink Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might On come out because if LSD is gonna be the thing, then I can't be the. Word. I can't be the one to just. I can't be. I can't be Woody. For Drew Hill, yeah, don't do that. Come on now, yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't be Woody. So smooth. What you got coming up? Um, you know what, man? I don't really have anything crazy coming up. I'm just trying to get my album done. Hey, um, because I'm trying to. You know, my goal was to get it done in time for Valentine's Day, but uh. it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. But Regardless, it's going to definitely be for the lovers, for the couples, for the people who still believe in true R&B, real R&B, yeah. um, for the people who still believe in date nights and, and honoring a woman. So, um, yeah, yeah. that's Keeping that's yeah, definitely. So we we definitely working on that and just pushing my brand. You know, what I'm saying the feel good brand. Do you feel good yet? It's Dad hats, jerseys, scullies, leggings for the ladies, all of that good shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's really what, you know, I've been got going on. Other than that, you know, just a nine to five to keep this thing afloat. Uh, <laughs> you know, until it really kicks off. What about you, Jess? Um, well, coming up, the Peabody Slam in New Haven. I'm going to be taking part in the open mic um, before the slam Smart. happens. Um, the open mic starts at 11 and... I will also be around to take photos for the Kumba kickback for Prince Latif's um, and DJ wait, wait, wait. DW. Yes. I know you're gonna do me. You're gonna. Um, 
This Shout is a, that this out. This is co-produced by On the Air Radio and the, the Air Rhythm Radio. and Blues podcast, so we will all be in attendance. Yes, and I also want to give a shout out to the Southwind Social Club. Um, was dope. Um, live band. I love here, live music. Like mm-hmm. I love live music, Respect. and they are so dope. So shout out um, to Finn. Shout out to Finn. Shout out Finn. to the whole band because they have like legit a That's whole Alicia too band. That, right? I don't think she's no, part of that she's band. not part of the band, but it's Finn. They have. Okay, but shout outs to Finn though. She's dope. Keep. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Finn is so dope. So. And, I'm sorry. What are um, they? South. Southwind Social Club. They will be at the um, Kumba Kickback. They will be at the Kumba Kickback. They were there last month. Um, you could check them out on Facebook at the Southwind Social Club. And I also know that they have some upcoming events coming up in February. So follow them on Facebook and keep we up with them because they're the super floor. dope. Hell no, yeah. Yeah, they're so... They're, this Kumba's so going to be crazy, bro. This Kumba's yeah. going to be so... I'm going to be in there. Speaking of... I'm going to be in there. Yes. Uh, what do yes. you have going on, Latif? The Kumba Kickback, uh, which is brought to you by myself, DJ DW, and yes. us being Lucky Lefty and Mr. R&B Smooth. Yeah, yeah. We are yeah. having an event at Bridgeport Creates on the last Friday of the month, which is January 25th from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Um, it is... An open mic, that, but it is different than any open mic because there is no mm-hmm. open mic list. It is literally a jam session. Mm-hmm. There is a DJ by the name of D-Dubs. Yes. There is a band, which is Southwind, uh, Southwest Social Club. Southwind Social so- Club. Southwind, excuse me. And they just jam out and yes. whoever whoever feels the spirit to grab the mic because Mr. R&B Smooth grabbed the mic for a yes. cool 10 to 20 minutes last yes. month. He was sitting down And he had the whole party singing. going yes. with the band. Yes, I yes, was yes. minding my business. Yes. And then I handed him the mic. Like as soon as he walked in the door. <laughs> like a wingman <laughs> does. And I said, hey. The mic. Yes. And I was like, okay, here we go. We yes. are here. But yes. he I'm got up singers, and the band was right with him. Poets, yeah. Shout artists, out to the band. Shout out everything to the band. though. It's, Painters was doing their thing yes. on the murals. It, it was definitely it's a, vibe. a dope vibe. It's a dope, dope, dope vibe. vibe. Definitely, all creatives come out, and all people who just want to be, you know, get involved in a chill atmosphere. Positive vibes definitely. Yes, come January twenty fifth. But aside Friday from night. that, just a quick run through. Poets Realm every Wednesday. Yes. Uh, Grown and Sexy Poetry uh, in Waterbury every second Thursday of the month. Yes. Uh, On the Air Radio every fourth Monday of the month. Yes. The R&B Podcast every other Tuesday. And Better Late Than Never, the second edition of my Naturally Me calendar. Yes, I saw that. Will be... The orders have been placed. I just got the email. They are on the way. So reach out to me via Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Order that. To order order your calendar. They are $20. And it just promotes the the naturally quaffed people of the African diaspora. Yes. You've been using vocabulary. Well, listen, we are some educated people. This goddamn podcast. (laughs) You you really really challenging the listeners to use their dictionary. In the words of Mr. Lawrence Fishburne, you're not niggas. (laughs) Facts. But yes, now that you know what we all have coming up, please start us off with the last call, DJ D-Dubs song called Chill Pill by Hawk House. I like it already. 
<laughs> Seven billion residents of the earth And we all go through issues in life It's like if you're not really ready Then you can end up in pieces Your peace of mind turns to sediment Settle into reverse The pursuit of happiness has its perks I'm circulating these verbs Bringing that relevance I levitate over obstacles Any fear is a detriment Peddling past treacherous past evidence I'm delegating all this evidence And revolutionaries know what the consensus is these sentences and metaphors, I let them pour like it was medicine Meddling with your mind, defying these petulant lies, brethren I experiment with paragraphs So whenever you play this on your premises I hope you hear the emphasis, that hourglass Steady moving so I keep momentum I mention the 64s, you pause for that venue Everything I do is blase Blast bars if you come through my pathway I'm telling them I recommend you chill and recognize or reckon guys with these words And them see the reckoning So let me know how you feel I won't be surprised when it's finally revealed I will take the time to unwind And be still as wild when it's real But we just decided to chill Chill So let me know how you feel I won't be surprised when it's finally revealed I will take the time to unwind And be still as wild when it's real But we just decided to chill uh, I mean why would you hold it in When you got stories to tell So many lost orders stuck in your shelf Quick visits to my past life's archive Full of things you've never seen Like I was writing in Braille Sweet release when you design it yourself Define the details, this is really defining the tell So many bars in my mind, sometimes I feel I'm sitting inside of a cell With never ending sentences, not even time would tell It won't snitch, throw those stones, it won't get Broken bones hold with no sticks So we stay fly through the turbulence and all of its occurrences and Shrugging off these storms until these swords serve their purposes Cause the world will always act like it's courteous But ain't got your back like convertibles So we burn the bridge, make sure that the bird serves the dish Fry the burning fish, yeah, burn till it's crisp. So let me know how you feel. I won't be surprised when it's finally revealed. I will take the time to unwind and be still as wild when it's real. But we just decided to chill, chill. So let me know how you feel. I won't be surprised when it's finally revealed. I will take the time to unwind and be still as wild when it's real. But we just decided to shine it, to shine it, to shine it, to shine it. That was dope. Short and sweet. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, that was dope, though. You got to send me that. Uh, who's up next? All right. Um, I guess I'll go. So um, my artist is actually my kinfolk, my cuz, King Kami. Um, this is his record that's available on Spotify, iTunes, title, all that. It's called In My Bag, Bridgeport's own Southern Bread northern north is where he's living right now so let's show him some love this is called in my bag let's get into it these niggas got me in my bag now guess they figured i ain't have one Fuck 12 and fuck you if you ain't part of my faction. They keep hearing about me, they just ain't seen me in action. I keep telling niggas, come to a show, dog, watch a nigga get active. Fuck a humble, too passive. Fuck a handout, I ain't asking. Do my thing and I'm dashing. Cops coming and I stash it. Game leave no backwood, going off Patron and Pineapple. Bitch bad, I might smash her. You know if I talk it, I back it. Need a little extra cash and I track it. If I gotta come to you, then I'm taxing. Heard you touching paper, might jack him. In and out like magic. Don't give a fuck about fashion Got niggas dressing like faggots Boy, you dumber than you look For underestimating my savage These niggas got me in my bag now So up, it's hard to put the bag down I'm trying to cash out so big I can come back and give cash out The type of time I'm on different Don't believe in 
luck cause I'm gifted. I don't talk much, I just listen. All the old heads kick wisdom. I wake up, go to work, then I go to school, I'm in class now. Then I smoke a blunt, eat some food, and she fuck me good till I pass out. I wake back up, mad as fuck, gotta get revenge for that last round. So I eat the pussy, beat the pussy, then you know it's back on that cash route. I got a vision, I'm on a mission, and total nigga, my mask down, taking everything that I'm owed. From my respect to that last What's up, cuz? I love you, baby. That show was dope, bro. Yeah, that show was dope. Yeah, man. Local? Crazy. Yeah, man. Nice. You about to take off, yo. Yo, yeah, that, that boy that was, lyrical. That was clean. That boy lyrical. Yeah. That yeah. boy lyrical. Like, I felt like, like, like he was in our lyrical. conversation, yo. <laughs> yo, he, he, he versatile in that respect. You know what I'm saying? He can go trap, but he likes to do the conscious more than anything else. But he kind of fuses the two because he understands. Uh, I guess I'll go up next. Um, trying to pull up my phone so I can remember the name of this artist real quick. So yeah, so this um, speaking of, we brought it up earlier. Uh, R&B artists with uh, the old school samples. Uh, this is Nicole Bus. I just happened to um discover her, so to speak, on uh top not title the other day. Uh, this is Nicole Bus with a uh, you.
Yo. I always thought it was Lauryn Hill. That's I was just yeah. telling him like, yo, she got Lauryn Hill vibe. That record is so with a hard. Vibe yo. of yeah. like Jasmine mm-hmm. Sullivan on the transition. Yes. Yo, right. Yes. Like who? Like <laughs> dude. She's dope as hell. Yeah. Nicole Bus. Nicole yeah. Bus. And I bet you she ain't even from here. She can't be. A lot of people. A lot, a lot of the best artists. They seem to be coming from the UK nowadays. Yo, but, uh, because they she's fire, yo. She's super like fire. That record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I heard it. I was. I swore it was like either a new Lauryn Hill record or Jasmine Sullivan has been mm-hmm. putting shit out. Uh-huh. Like her transition. Yeah, the transition. Yeah, crazy, the transition yeah. is very like. You hear so much Hill. pain in her voice, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, there's like so like there's that authenticity in that. Yeah, like apparently she signed to Rock Nation. Bro, what? Jay has all the best <laughs> artists, yo. Rock Nation is going to be the new Motown. I said it. Yeah, I'm not going to. I said it. I said oh, it. Think geez. about who he has. You're right. Think about who he has. That's crazy. Anyway, she's. Uh, who is on Def Jam right now? Who? She's from Deutschland. Deutsch? Yo, he has Dutch. all. he has all of the. Best. What's the climate like out in Deutschland? I might have to take a trip. Yo. But you know what? Let's let's yeah. not get too deep in the conversation. Yeah, what you yeah, got right, left? Right. You, what you got for us? I told you I wanted to be first last. So I'm gonna be last. Oh, okay. So I think Jess has one. She's trying to queue up right now. <laughs> last first. That's what the Bible say. <laughs> Can't go against the word. Or. All right, so I apologize because <laughs> Jess is still trying to find it. Mm-hmm. So it looked like Lefty, you are forced. Lefty, lefty. All right, I guess I am forced. second to last. <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, I love this record. You know, like I said, you know, me being on title, it'll just clump a whole bunch of records, and I completely forgot about this record. My man Raphael Sadiq is called uh, Still Ray. Come on now. You know? One of my favorite Raphael Sadiq records. Show him love. Show him love. Shout out to him. He used to live in my aunt's building in Oakland, too, when my aunt was living out there. But yeah. He dropped something. It was a name. Hey. (laughs) I'm coming home to you. Where something see through. So I. Thank you. 
Yeah, the instrumentation in that record. The words. Oh, my God. The Uh, words, words the instrumentation. Like. Nice throwback, brother. Yeah, man. I had to. I had to do it. That was dope. So, Jess. Um, so the one that I chose, I don't know if you call it a throwback, but it's um, Damian Marley. It's from his Stony Hill album. Um, and I just have to say, side note, Damian Marley was one of the best concerts that I have ever seen in my life. Hands I've heard down, that before. Like, yeah. he is such a performer. It's. Oh, I, love I heard reggae artists have some of the best concerts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, he performed for like a solid at least two hours, like solid, mm-hmm. and just just brought it for the whole yeah. freaking two hours. Like he was so lit. Like that was <laughs> legit one of the best concerts that I've ever been to in my life. So this one... Um, I chose just because I love the lyrics of this. Um, It's just so relevant. It's called Speak Life, Damian Marley. I pray thee, I pray thee, once again. (coughs) I wonder if it's surrounded by ones of such talent. You know? Speak life. Live a humble and meek life Ordinary day of the week life Try to search and seek life Concentrate on what's focus. Never sell out for a bonus. <coughs> Handle your biz like grown ups. Own up. It's amazing. You're listening to the Rhythm and Brew podcast. The weird of fire keeps blazing. That's why I constantly praise it. For some of them it's a face thing yeah, So they're gazing podcast. <coughs> So that's our show y'all Peace, love, and light Till next time See y'all in two weeks Peace. Uh. <coughs> 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 Yo, the tickle oh, and I, I just started.